Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Hi, what state are you from? Wyoming. Miami? Is that what you said? Yeah, Wyoming. Where are you? Oh, Wyoming. I'm from yeah. Arizona. Boy, you're oh. kind of in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in the black hole of Wyoming. Oh. And it's awful out here. There's just nothing out here, but we just went to Chicago and had a blast. Oh. It was awesome. Who did you go with? My boyfriend. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, we had so much fun. And I couldn't stop taking video of all the tall buildings and architecture. (laughs) Uh So you didn't get gang-stalked there? Do what? You didn't get gang-stalked there? I don't get gang-stalked. I don't know what you mean by that. Um, Oh, I, I have B2K law in there. Oh. But no, I didn't get gang soft. Oh. Well, that's good because um, you wouldn't be able to have a good time if you were gang stalked. No, they don't do that to me. I just have B2K and they use medicine to destroy me. Oh. Like, they make me kick the antipsychotics that I don't need. If I don't take it, then they lock me in the hospital, and then, you know. <laughs> so, and I don't even need it. So, I don't, you know. And then, like, right now, I'm on one that makes my vision blurry, so I have to go see the doctor and tell her I'm not taking it no more. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, mine's just a all. health conspiracy. Mine's a health conspiracy, and, and you know, and it's... It's not like, it's criminal, but it's not criminal, like stalking me or like using people to harass me or whatever. Well, why take those drugs at all? If I don't, then they lock me up. (laughs) Oh. Every time I decide that I don't want them, then they lock me up, so... Well, you must do something when you don't take them. Huh? You must do something when you don't take them. I don't do nothing. I'm perfectly normal. They study normal people. Yeah. And they destroy normal people. That's the whole study. I mean, they're not going to study somebody that's already, you know, insane. The idea is to break down the normal cell and study it. How would right. they know that you're not taking your medicine? Right. Do what? How would they not? How would they know that you're not taking your medicine? How would they know? They don't yeah, know. It's a simple question. Then they don't then that know. That doesn't add up. That why doesn't it add up? Because I have V2K. That's why it adds up. Do you know what V2K is? I do, but you're saying that when you don't take your medicine, then they throw you in the hospital, but they don't know when you don't take your medicine. No, they don't know when I take it and when I don't take it. They have no idea. My okay, my doctors whatever. don't. My perps know, but the doctors don't know. Oh, so do the perps set you up? Right. How do they do that? 
through mind control. Oh. Through the B2K. They just talk to you and they end up getting you locked up. Wow. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. You know, people in power can do a lot of horrible things to you. Yeah. And then you just sit there helpless. I know what that's like. That's even worse in Wyoming because, like, these people, they oppress you and they want you oppressed. And so that makes it even worse if you talk about any kind of subject that has any kind of intelligence to it. They keep you locked up even longer and call you crazy. You know what I mean? If you talk about the government or anything, Uh then they're like, then they're, they're like, oh, you're crazy. And I'm like, whatever. Right, right. Well, then these people, I mean, they're just, they're all stupid. I know. Well, I don't know. I wish a big name like Oprah would talk about it. If we just had one big name talk about it, we could really all get a lot of relief. But how about the Pope? <laughs> if we could just find one psychiatrist to file a lawsuit, we'd get a lot of relief. But they're too stupid. They're the worst. The psychiatrists, I think that'll be like some of the last people who will help us. But well, that's, that how, that's the law, though. That's how, you, that's how you're supposed to stop it. I mean, that's yeah. not how you're supposed to. I mean, that's one way you can. Yeah. I mean, unless you know somebody that knows the technology. Well, that Matt Parrish guy is, you know, filing a, a lawsuit against Dr. Phil, so... I wish that would somehow make headlines. So it's five on against Dr. Phil? Okay, Lonnie, like I hate that guy. Yeah, that's huh? the guy that was on Dr. Phil? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen him. So if he could just make headlines, and, yeah. you know, but see, Dr. Phil could squash him like a gnat. But yeah, I hate Dr. Can, Phil. He's an idiot. I think he's kind of fakey. I saw him come up with a terrible solution one time. This lady, she had a bunch, she had like five poodles, and they all pissed in her house. And she didn't have a backyard, and they had to clean the carpet all the time. Well, then she got pregnant, and the husband's like, you know, get rid of them or something. And she's like, no. And so his solution was he got somebody to build them a yard. But... That doesn't, they're not housebroken, and I, I just didn't think it was that good of a solution. And, and that was yeah. it, like, you know, teaching them to housebreak them with a yard or something. But it was just a fence for a yard. No compromise, no really working it out. And, you know, he got a company to donate the fence. It just was a little superficial, you know? He is superficial. He's an idiot. Like, I hear, I watched him when he first started his show or whatever, maybe like a few years later. I watched him a couple of times, and I used to work in the field of um, social work. And I would listen to these, their stories, and they'd, they'd be talking like domestic violence victims and abusers. And I'm just like, and he's telling them that they're bipolar, and he's telling them that, you know, oh. you have an emotional disorder, and he's telling them this and that. And I'm like... They're talking about social disease, they're, you know, and he's outright making them mentally ill. Right, I just can't, right. I just can't stand the, the guy. 
I can't stand him. I, you know, uh-huh. I cannot stand that guy at all. Well, if it's any consolation, one of his sons, he got a girlfriend that used to be a Playboy bunny. And uh-huh. so Dr. Phil just, you know, told his son, get rid of her. I don't want that. You know, don't have, drop her. But apparently she was a real nice girl and very pretty. And so he married her behind his back. So, um, and I saw the episode when he talked about it and he goes, oh, look, we got some photos. Our son got married. He didn't, he wasn't even invited to the wedding. Even his own son thought he was, you know, too creepy. He didn't even want to get to know her. Of course, wow. she was stunning, stunningly beautiful. But. Wow. Well, back to the animal thing. We just got home from Chicago, and we have two cats. And we can't find our oldest cat, and he still hasn't come in. <laughs> oh. I'm just like, oh, where's our cat? I don't know if he's out there dead somewhere or... Oh. How old? Yeah, we got... Huh? How old was he? He's like 13 or 14 years old, and we've had him his whole life. Oh. And we have a younger cat that's two years old. Well, he'll be he'll be two years old in Christmas because he was a Christmas gift uh-huh. to my boyfriend. And he was here when we got home. But when we got home, he kept, you know, crying and meowing and meowing and meowing. And I'm like, wow, what is wrong with you? But then there's no bugs. Bug, I still haven't seen my older cat. I don't know where he's at. Well, did somebody feed him for you while you were gone? Yeah, our son. One of our we we have three kids and one of oh. our sons did. Yeah. Oh. But cats are really territorial, so I don't see him running off. And they, you know, he's lived here for thirteen or fourteen years. I just don't see him running off and yeah. not coming back. Yeah, that's hurtful. I've had I had a cat for nine years and. I was out of town, and and then my friend let him out, and then he never came back. And yeah, really. And it's horrible because he would he could go outside when I lived there, but I guess I don't know what happened. I don't know. Huh. But it's, I'm yeah, ready to go search the fields for him because I'm just like, where is that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, do uh, at least you could do that. Yeah. You live in a rural area. Yeah, we live in the county. Nice. Do you have any like cows and stuff like that? Chicken. Um. Well, the neighbors down about a quarter mile down the street used to have some cows. And this is funny because we live in a cowboy state. Uh-huh. And their cows. They used to let. They used to either let them loose or somehow they got loose. Well, we had a cow in our yard, and so we called the sheriff, and the sheriff was like, "Well, we don't have no trailer to go get them." And I'm like, "I'm from New York, and they have trailers to pick up animals." <laughs> I'm like, "This animal could attack us, and then what are we supposed to do?" And you don't have a trailer to haul it back to its owner. <laughs> I don't know. I live in this cowboy country, and they they just they let animals rule here, and I'm just like, you people are yeah. crazy. Yeah. I'm like, I can't even walk out my front door because what if he just decides to run and attack me? Which they do. Cows will do that. And well, would a, a bull or a cow? A bull. <laughs> oh. And, um, yeah, I just had to laugh at the sheriff. 
it was funny. They just now put a speed limit sign up on our yard, on, and not in our yard, but our, on our street like five years ago. A speed limit sign. I'm like, this state is like 200 years old or something, and they're just now putting up a speed limit sign. It's just crazy here. You know, I seriously think these people, they just go to the bars, get drunk, get up, and go to work, and then start it all over again. But yeah, they didn't have no way of getting the cow out of our yard. And I was like, I lived in New York, and we had a cow in our in front of our street, and the same the same scenario, and the sheriff brought a, a trailer and got it. You know what I mean? They wouldn't even let us off the school bus because the cow or the bull or whatever it was was in the street. But these people, they just don't care. They don't care nothing about human rights or humans. It's all about animals out here. So when I got out to Chicago, I was like in hog heaven because the people were so nice and talkative and friendly and free and different and, you know, everybody was different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you always, I was always, you know, I always had something to talk about out there because they were talking, you know, they would talk intelligently, you know? Yeah. So it was just, it was an amazing experience. I loved it. I took tons of pictures. <laughs> Good for you. God. Probably way too many. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I mean, as long as you had a good time, I, I never have a good time. Ever. Really? Yeah, well, never. I've got, I got a lot of years under this. I have to force myself to have a good time. Um, I mean, you know, I still had to take pain pills and stuff because they give me pain, but I, you know, I've been in it so long that I'm just used to it, and I just laugh it off anymore because what else am I supposed to do with it? Yeah. You know, I can't, I can't change. I have to find a, a way to accept it and deal with it, and just, you know, keep fighting for my conscience. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, no, I'm not sitting here saying that everything was, you know, I'm not. I didn't have freedom. You know what I'm? Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I wasn't free, but I did have fun. It could have been a lot worse. Like one time, I was, we went out to where I'm from, out to New York, and my boyfriend's from Pennsylvania, and we went out there, and they ended up putting me, they tried to put me in the hospital in Pennsylvania. I was like, screw you people, I'm out of here. Good. So, and they didn't, and so, you know, I didn't have to go to no hospital or nothing this time, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. And that's why I say everything went well and everything went good because they didn't mess with me like that. So. Because, I mean, they can cause some serious pain and some serious damage with it. And if you don't go to a doctor, I mean, it could end up killing you. So, I don't know. I mean, it's been bad. I've had lasers and they've, you know, I've been bleeding internally before, and so, I mean, that's why I say I had a good time, because it wasn't near as bad as what it usually is. Uh-huh. And then the doctors don't even wonder, like, they don't even wonder, like, why are you bleeding internally? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> They're just so lame. They don't care about people. No, they, they don't. don't. That's my experience. Yeah, they don't care to investigate nothing. They don't. They just give you a pill and move on. 
they'll be like, well, you got an infection and you're bleeding. And I'm just like, yeah, I kind of figured that. And then, so then they give you, you know, an antibiotic or some kind of pill to cover the infection. <laughs> I don't know. It's just crazy. It's crazy stuff. Um, so, yeah, I did. We had fun. Good. I didn't get to take my kids, but they're grown now, and so... But we had a video camera, and so we video cammed everything, too. And then I messed up the, when I videoed, because we got tickets to the NASCAR race out there, and we got pit tickets. And we were in the winter circle in the Chicago race, and, um... I didn't video the good parts of it. I thought the camera was on, and it wasn't, so I'm pretty mad at myself because I totally messed it all up. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so that didn't turn out so good because he got to talk to the pit crew, to um, Kevin Harvick's pit crew, and I thought the camera was on, and it wasn't, so all that is gone. It's just a memory in our heads now. So. <laughs> It was awesome, though. I mean, yeah. I, didn't, I mean, if you can have a good time and be a target, that's pretty good. Yeah, but I've been in this for many years since I was born. So, really, how old are you? My life sucks. It has sucked. Um, I'm 45. Wow. And that's that's the truth, and I'm not lying to you. That's absolutely. And where do they with my hit parents. you? Do they? shock you? Do they, you know, hit you, like, in your knees or your neck, or? Do they hit me? Yeah, like, you get electrical shocks? Yeah. Yeah, but it's in my back. They usually do it in my kidneys and my back, in my head. Usually give me head pain. But it started, you, it started long ago with my family. My family was one of the first families to go down with this stuff. And they made, I mean, you, you've read the stuff from the 40s and 50s. My family it was one of those families that just went through absolute pure hell. And for some reason, they won't leave leave us alone. I mean, it's been generation after generation, and they just won't leave us alone. Like your mother or... Your father or? Both, both. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, my mom and dad were both targets. My mom suffered. I'm going to start crying because she suffered. You you would never. And my brother, I mean, I could send you a picture of my brother and show you what it really does to people. And you would probably, you'd, you'd freak out. No, I. I don't. I don't know. I don't know that some some TIs would be able to handle it because. Um, I'm I'm familiar with suffering. I know what it is. Both my parents suffered. I mean, when they. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about when they totally wipe you out. When they totally destroy your brain and and you're done. Um, it's just horrific. I can't. My mother is my hero because she went through so much. And now she's passed on, and I'm glad. I didn't know that that's a sad thing to say, but she suffered a no, tremendous amount. No, my mother amount. died a week ago. She died a week ago, and I now am she's so glad. No more pain. She's gone. She's... No more pain, and I wish she had died 
10 years ago. She had complete Alzheimer's, just completely vulnerable. And it, you know, it is those vulnerable. laws they talk about where you can do a, you know, an assist, an assisted killing or, or assisted suicide, you know, those laws yeah. that they talk about. I wish that was everywhere for people that have totally horrific lives, totally. you know. Yeah, people are too afraid of pain medication, way too much stringent controls, um, yeah. not enough. You know, I mean, anyone can abuse anything, but really to have somebody suffering is a form of abuse where kind enough and smart enough to do it for animals. Right. But, you know, people aren't, you know, kind of ready for right. helping I out a say, human. I used to say I've been tortured, but then when I look at the, the just the general population, they torture each other just like, you know, my perps torture me. So it's no different. I mean, if you're going to make somebody suffer through a medical problem or with a medical problem, then that's torture to me. Like my friend, her hip went out. She's my age, and her hip went out, so her bones rubbed together, and she's been living here in Wyoming for like four years, and no, none of the doctors would help her. I'm like, I told her, I was like, you have got to get out of here. I was like, I promise if you move somewhere else, you will get the help because these doctors do not care. And she took my advice, and she and her husband moved to Kentucky, and they're doing surgery on her November 2nd. Okay. Yeah, they're going to do surgery on her, and, you know, I just, I want to go with her because these people out here are just the dumbest people I've ever met in my life. And why did you move out there from New York? Why did I? Yeah. Because of my my baby, my kids' father. Oh. My family was destroyed by being PIs. And so they um, they they pretty much ended up mentally ill, some of them, and then some of them I don't even talk to, and some of them just live with a lot of hate because of all the torture they went through. So I didn't have I didn't really have a stronghold for family on my side. Um, so when I got divorced, I was like, it's better if we just go and follow my son's father and be with that family for the sake of my children. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so that's what I chose to do. I chose... Uh-huh. When, when you get divorced, I mean, we lived separately for a while. I lived in Oklahoma for a year, and then he lived in Wyoming for a year after we divorced. And I was like, this is not going to work. My kids have got to have their father. Yeah. And... um. So I just moved up to Wyoming after that, and, I, and I've been here ever since for my kids so they could have their family, you know, his side of the family at least. Because my side of the family is scattered throughout the whole U.S. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, if I lived in New York right now, my kids wouldn't be making it. I mean, there's no jobs there. You know, and out here there's the oil field, and they don't like doing the oil field, but at least they're making, you know, twenty five to $3,000 a month, and they can we, live. And, you know, the oil will go, the oil prices will go back up, so likely yeah. they'll get more money and make yeah. that job. That's, We're lucky they're, they're okay. they didn't get laid off. Your kids are okay. Huh? We're lucky they didn't get laid off. Very lucky. They should be very grateful for those jobs. I guarantee you those... These great oil prices will go back up. 
So um, yeah. stick with it, and that's a good thing, and try tell them to save their money. Yeah. They're trying to save, but they've got, like, my youngest boy has a girlfriend, and all she wants to do is have baby after baby, and I told her to go get some help. You know, because you can't just keep having babies. My grandmother had 20 kids. So I was like, you're not going to do this to my son. You know what I mean? And she just yeah. wants, that's all she wants to do is have a baby. And I'm like, you're depressed. It's like clinical depression. It's not like a real depression, but you need to go. And so she went to the doctor, and she came back saying the doctor's stupid. And I'm like, I know they're stupid. Just go find another one. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, I don't know. They... My my youngest boy's doing good though. He bought a house. The only thing is they're struggling because, I mean, she won't. Now she's on the pill, but she wouldn't go on the pill after her first kid. So she ended up having two kids, one right after the other. After all of us begging her to go on birth control, and I even told my son, "You're gonna go get fixed at this." You know, I mean, I'm not right. saying I don't love kids and stuff, but. I suffered. As I mean, my mom and dad owned their own house, but we suffered. I mean, we didn't have the food and the clothes and all the crap to go with it. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm like, and I told my son, don't buy a house until you have at least $20,000 in the bank. So he had 10000 and his girlfriend's going, well, 10000 is enough, Jennifer. And I'm like, no, it's not. I'm like, you don't realize most people that buy a house in this country end up losing their house. And so they bought the house with $10,000 in the bank, and now the money's gone. Their savings is gone because of medical bills from having the baby and because of car payments. And then he had a car wreck he had to pay for and blah, blah, blah. But I told you, I just tell him, I, you know, I told you, son, you're on your own now because you won't listen to me. So I, I told him, you know, $10,000 is not enough money to just go out and buy a house. I mean, granted, rent is rent costs the same out here. Like, if they was to go rent something, it would still cost them a thousand dollars a month. Uh huh. But the thing is, they don't have to worry about fixing something. If the if the refrigerator breaks, then the landlord buys you a new one. Right. But he had it made because his grandmother and his his grandparents are rich and they own a bunch of houses, so he was living in one of their rentals to get started off in life. And that's how come that yeah that's how come he got started off. But yeah, now they have no money in the bank. If something goes wrong with the house, they have no money in the bank to fix it. So I don't know. My kids, I don't know why they don't listen to adults. I just why why does the human being have to learn the hard way all the time? <laughs> it's like God. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, if I had the answers for anything, I I'd be pretty happy. I don't know any answers. Yeah, sometimes I don't either. Actually, most of the time I don't because I have a severe amnesia. So I usually forget stuff and. <sighs> I'm so sick of being a TI. So sick of it. I am very sick of it. I'm so tired of it. I Yeah. I'm tired of it too. I'm aging fast. 
negative, negative, negative. Of my life. Well, at least you have kids, and um, you had kids, and you had fun with your boyfriend. Those are two incredibly awesome things. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, I'm lucky. I'm I think lucky. so. I mean, just to have a boyfriend, just to have kids. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. That is cool. I'm very lucky, too, that they live close by me. I'm happy about all that. Very happy. And does your boyfriend work in the oil? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he works in the oil field. He inspects pipes, though. He doesn't work, like, on the rigs and stuff like that. He inspects the pipe that they use to drill. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. So he's he's got a crew, he's got his own crew and his own truck and he he's a pipe inspector. Mhm. So, yeah. Good job. It is a good job. He's been he's been doing that for like he just got his twenty fifth anniversary gift from that company. I was like, holy wow. cow. I was like, I can't hold the job down for longer than... The longest I've been able to hold the job down because of being a TI is a year and a half. And that was just recently. Uh, And I'm just like, I look at him and I'm just so proud. I'm like, you are an amazing man. (laughs) You know? Because he Mm -hmm. is. I mean, that's that's just amazing. I mean, it's totally awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I work at Kohl's. I gotta go back to work Monday. So that'll be exciting. Because oh. we're getting new clothes in, so that'll be exciting to see all the new fall fall clothes come in. Yeah, but so you're still working? Oh, you just started not not that long ago? Right. I was working, I then I qu- had to quit for a while. Because okay. you know it it just got to be too much, and then um. I went back to work at Kohl's. Good. That's great. They hired, yeah, I mean, you're they doing hired all right. Me. Yeah, we are. We're doing pretty good. We're doing good. And I, that's why I called. I was, like, so happy to tell everybody I had fun, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, i got to tell somebody. <laughs> Heck, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that's my life in a nutshell. Pretty much wraps it up. Cool. Guess it's just you and me on here, huh? Well, yeah, the other girl was there. I don't know what happened. I, I don't, I don't remember her name, but I recognize her voice. Um. Oh. Amy, Amy, maybe, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Gina. Hi, Gina. Hi, I'm hi, Gina. from Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, hi. Is it still hot oh. down there? Huh? Is it still hot down there? Yeah, it's warm. It's it's, it's pretty cool tonight. It's warm. It was like yeah. 
piece today, I think. Yeah. It's yeah. so warm here in Wyoming. I thought it was going to be cold in Chicago, so I didn't take any dresses or anything. Right. And I took, and I took pants, and it was hot. It was actually hot. <laughs> yeah, freaky um, weather. <laughs> so, it's usually uh, getting cold by now, but uh, you never yeah. know. It'll get there soon enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is going to get there soon enough, and I can't wait because I'm going to go skiing. So. That sounds like fun. You should have as much fun as you can, honey. Yeah, I am. Hello. I definitely Hello. am. This is Manuel. Hey, Manuel. Hey, how you Hi. doing? Hi. Hey, have, have you guys uh, heard anything about uh, um, getting to Washington, D.C. or not? I, I can't go because that's... I'm in Arizona on the other side of the country. So I I can't go or you're gonna go, right? I am trying. I'm trying everything I can. What are they doing? We're having a rally. Uh we're actually getting to show uh see the weapons that they're using. Plus uh all the um, information and uh, everything that's on uh, this, these projects and what they're doing to people, we're doing it in front of the White House, Pete Kelly. I had heard the group or, you know, the talk show or whatever um, talk about that like a couple months ago, but they're still planning it? No, it's going October the 3rd. Oh, October is, the 3rd. Is Derek going to go there, Manuel? Is Derek going to go there? Is who? Derek. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. You have to ask him. Yeah, I think he said he was. But then again, I, don't, I could be wrong. Hey, if you I want to say I wanna, something. He, I said I want to go. He said he will be in spirit. So. Hey, remember, like if you want to say something about what they're doing to you, this is the time. Yeah, and I, I know. And I really want to say something because this is hurts. Yeah. I say something all the time. I got a letter from the president, actually, because I keep saying stuff. <laughs> I keep telling him to knock it off. And... True story. Yeah, I write to him all the time because I can't afford to travel there, so I have to send an email. Benny, if I really had the money, I would go there for sure. Because yeah, I think it would be exciting. You know? So what did he say in the letter? What, you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to one that's writing uh, President Obama. Our I asked King. him to stop. He knows he knows who I am, and I asked him to stop. And um, I told him that, you know, it's not right. That I t- And I tell him about my human rights and my civil rights, and that's pretty, that's it. You know, just like I just tell him what my rights are as an American. What does he respond? He doesn't. I got. All, he he doesn't respond to me. <laughs> None of them respond to me. But it, well, he he actually did respond. He sent me a letter saying that he's glad that um we like think along along the right or the same path or something like that. But um. It, it, it hasn't changed anything. Nothing's changed. Right. He can uh, he can take his pen out and write executive orders to take freedom away. Why can't he take his pen out and write uh, executive orders to make this stop? He could if he wanted to. 
You know it. You take care, girl. I just wish I could go. I wish October 3rd of this year. (laughs) Oh, man. I wish I could go. This sucks. Maybe one of these years I'll be able to go. But I'd have to save up a lot of money because I'd have to get a motel and... I don't know how much, you know, a bus a bus or taxi costs in Washington. But I'd have to go through all those kind of channels because I live out here all by myself. You know what I mean? I mean, there's no other TIs out here with me. Yeah, we've all, I checked uh, 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 California to Washington, B.C. is $243.50. For a, a plane ticket? No, for a bus, Greyhound. Oh, for a bus ticket? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't have the money to go. We just went, and then we got. I'm have, helping my son pay for a, a probate lawyer because he has rights to a house down in Texas, and well, I could go on and on about what I have to pay for right now. So, I mean, if it was like next year, like next October or something, if I had like time to save my money, I would definitely go. But I don't have the money to go this year. Haven't they been once already? I thought somebody went up there already, like a long time ago, like a year ago or something. Um, Reverend Pickney took some uh, affidavits up there when he was up there um, uh, rallying for um, Planned Parenthood. Oh, yeah, I write the ACI. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine yeah, email. <laughs> you are unmuted. Did you hear me, guys? Did you hear no, me, what did you say? I said I sent I sent about fifty, and he was supposed to like uh, match fifty. Um, at least I helped. There was no way to confirm. I sent a registered mail and all that, but uh, I know they didn't have as many as they wanted because some people didn't notarize it right or something. But they said they hand-delivered them, and they made a copy of each page. Um, and, um, oh, um, I get the amnesia thing, too. My mind just goes blank. Government's so much involved in this, you know. I mean, they're they're compartmentalized. If you read about Gladio or Strategy of Tension, you'll see why this is going on. Um, you know, they're they're using one group against another, but but basically these are, the state has got so big and so powerful and so much money that they need to generate um, crime or whatever. But it you know it benefits so much of the state, even though they're not involved. But it's by these small compartmentalized groups that aren't uh, you know saying what they're doing but but everybody benefits especially the psychologists and criminals. oh hell yeah yeah there's a lot of stakeholders in it i'm sure yeah uh-huh. you'll see that it was uncovered in italy but that's the only state that's pursued this uh what's called gladio and that's why it's called gladio because italy was the one that uh uncovered it 
in their own. Well, I read stuff about it. Um, you know the website for those who want to know. Oh, I read about. Yeah. I read oh. about it on there. Oh, the torture. You mean the weaponry? Oh, I mean all of it. I mean all yeah. of it. Yeah, that's where. Right. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot. If you put strategy of tension or gladio into YouTube, you can, there's some good programs. You know, because they did their under. You know, they did their investigations in Italy, but they won't uh, do it here because it was the U.S. that paid for it and gave them the weapon, the bombs, and all that. So, and they were the ones that instigated it. You know, like you know Kissinger and. You know, the whoever was, I don't know if it went up to the president or not, but uh, they were trying to, you know, get their missiles into Belgium so they could point them at the USSR and, or the Russia, too. And yeah, it went on in the 60s and 70s. And, and yeah, up, the Cold War. Right, yeah. Yeah, it was about cutting, you know, controlling the oil, and I guess then... Russia started building so many pipelines. Hey, Don. Hey, man. Don. Don. Hey, it's Manuel. Hey, you know what you and Karen was talking about last night? Uh, was it Ptolemy or? No, I forget. Huh? Oh, about what? Ptolemy, you said you got it out in your front yard. She said to put it on your door door handle and see who uh, wakes up the next day. I didn't. That wasn't my idea. What was to put on? Oh, yeah, scopolamine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spell that for me. S-C-O-P-O-L-I-M-I-N-E. Scopolamine. A-N. Scopolamine. Or devil's breath or whatever. Devil's breath, I but there's a variation in North America, you know, it's called gypsum weed, and it grows... It's S S O P I S C O G O P O L O M E N G O P O or L A M E N could be L A M E N I think it's S K. I'm not sure, but I think Yeah, you can use S K. All the... It'll all correct itself, whatever. They use... As long as you get it near that... But yeah, yeah I think it came from Brazil, originated in Brazil. And what's, what's, the, what's the other one? Did you oh, say devils. Devils no. scopolamine. These poisons that they're using for people, we I don't know. I mean, I, just to get a water sample, you know, they surrounded the building. No, she said they were using it for uh, uh, anesthesia. She said kipamine oh, or something. Yeah. Huh? Ketamine. Yeah, people use that to up when they use like ayahuasca or things like that. You, they use ketamine. Ketamine? Yeah. K. Yeah, it's some kind of a hallucinogen, you know, like ayahuasca or something, and it pushes you a little further. They people use it in drug treatment. Doctors use ketamine. Is that mean, M-I-N, or is it M-I-T? Mean, M-I-N-E, mine, like mine. Huh? Mine, M-I-N-E, mean. M-I-N-E? Yeah. M-I-N-E, mine? No, that's how you spell it. I'm just giving you a different... 
like the ending of amphetamine. Right, right. No, but scopolamine is something that puts you in a trance like that, like that uh, James Holmes guy. See, James Holmes is interesting. It's probably that's a probably a false flag because his father was not an algorithm, and his father's in military, and so. You know what they're doing? They're taking the youngest children, like uh, the, like I was kind of the youngest, and so I was easily brought in, and they probably used me all my life—not my all my life, but when I was 18, 19. That's when they started. So they're using young. You know, they they get young children. Like I was saying, they're Am- like the Amish. You know, they're getting those kids with the young ones, and at the end of the you know the, you know the brood or whatever, and uh, well, I was, I they're, was putting just wondering, Don. These, they're putting them in these foster homes and brainwashing them or whatever, and then they become these perps that do the medical hits, uh, the stalking, and the, they get the real high quality weapons. You know these big trucks that burn. You know these giant trucks that are all weapons. And you know they can take somebody out in some, probably in a ve- another vehicle. You know when they're inside behind a window. That's what they did to Jeff Rent. You know they knocked him off the road, and he had just enough sense to uh, break. And you know he he totaled his car in a ditch, so or in a tree and stuff. And uh, yeah, they ran me off the road once. Yeah, and they're doing it out in the desert. They put you to sleep out in the desert, you know, on these long stretches where they, they use drones and all kinds. They're practicing. They even brag about it and say, uh, you know, on national TV. Well, they that, brag and they laugh. They just, oh, yeah. they have a heyday with this stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, this is a gladio operation, though. It's international. <laughs> you know, it's a strategy of tension. They take out political leaders, take out, they merge into these, you know, organic leftist movements, you know, for like for hunger, to feed, say you want to feed people like Dorothy Day, say, the Catholic worker, you know, back in the 20s. And they'll, they'll infiltrate these groups and destroy them from within. And, uh, and they're good at it, you know, the, I mean, good is not the word, but... Now they have the weaponry, so every the whole dynamic is changed. Hmm. You know, it's a whole other di- You know, and they're making threats like that they're going to kill every peace activist, kill kill every soldier that doesn't like war. You know, kill. You know, this is. You know, they're uh, right. You know, real right wing, and they always blaming people for everything. And that, and if they got the. Now they got the FBI involved, and so they're they're just having a, a real slaughter fest, yeah. With our, yeah, our when own. did the FBI get involved in all this? That's what I'd like to know. I think they always were, you know. They they always you think so. For, yeah, they always work for the banks. Yeah, the, they they were fascinated with movies, and they started making the FBI's. Hoover himself would go into the studios to make movies in Hollywood. And he was wined and dined, and they would take him to the horse tracks and talk talk to the jockeys, and they would make him win his bets. Hoover knew who what horses were gonna win, but he was oh, wow. uh, 
and then they got him involved in a homosexual relationship or something, and they, you know, the, and those those Jews, uh, what is who is his name? Uh, um, Meyer Lansky. Those are the same people that are in charge now, you know, and they're they're working the system, doing these false flags and whatnot, you know. They're mm-hmm. they're the they're the experts, and then they control the CIA, and then the CIA have wars back and forth with the FBI, and they're they're always trying to get control. But they're highly paid. They war within themselves, but meanwhile they have us to uh, take up their time, you know, to, yeah. to to torture, to get in into your medical um, visits and and have you murdered, basically, you know. And, yeah, that's true. And because of their fascination with movies they're able to create these fictions around you you know these stories fairy tales these stories and uh that's that's their real skill convince that getting per uh people that are still honest in, to commit these crimes and then once they got them they just tell them well hit this guy hit that guy and they do it yeah. They may have a handler come in there. I don't know, you know, to make it look official. But those are those controlled, like the, these poor innocent Amish that, you know, the only father and mother they know are these uh, FBI perps, you know, these FBI houses. And that's what James Holmes was, you know. He was, uh, he was, uh, he he had another mother, and then his father was F, you know, some kind of. And that's what they did. I think I think they did that with Charlie Manson. That was, you know, because Sharon Tate's father was military, and and you know he was some, you know I guess it was you know, a, you know psyop or something. But so it, it the whole thing fit right in. And Folger, they killed Folger, and then that, and so they just get they just go down and get a. Uh, pass, you know, they, they're writ. Folger Coffee, you know, she was going to inherit Folger's Coffee. That's a multi-billion dollar business. So she's off somewhere in some South American country, you know, in a $20, 50000000 million estate with swimming pools and servants, you know. So, you know, you can't feel sorry for these. And then Atkins, Susan Atkins, her father was PSYOP, and she was supposed to be the one that Want to do all and and then you start looking at the films and and it's just footage you know it's all footage it's it's, it's just acting. You know. I'm wondering if it's still as bad as it was like in the 50s and 60s because it was bad back then. Yeah, that's when the yeah the Cold War started. Well, that's why yeah. they bombed Japan. They they hit Japan with the with the uh, nuclear bomb. Yeah. So excuse me, somebody's got their computer speaker up. It's, it's echoing. Somebody needs to turn off their computer speaker. I, just I don't have one. I'm on a cell phone. Yeah, I don't have one either. I don't know which one it is. It's just somebody who isn't muted. That, that can you guys hear me? Yeah. No, it's not oh. you. You come. I mean, you repeat. Your, you don't repeat yourself. The the echo repeats it, and then I hear Don. I mean, I can hear everybody repeated. Repeat. So somebody's got there. If I turn yeah, my on there, if I turn my sound up, yeah. If I turn my. I'm not on the internet, so. 
Yeah, no, I'm not blaming you guys. Oh, honey, I didn't think you were at all. Not a problem. I was going to tell you guys, um, the man that's talking, he's very um, knowledgeable. Um, I just watched the best movie I've probably seen in a while, and it is about um, World War II, and and then it's an Italian American. But it was a. I really enjoyed the movie. It's the best movie I've seen in a long time. I suggest it to anybody to watch. It's just a good story of uh, the human will. It's called The Unbroken. And if you get a chance to watch it, I'd watch it. Sounds interesting. When we went out to Chicago, they have a place called the Navy Pier. And so I was thinking we were going to see something about the Navy, and it had nothing to do with the Navy. Now, this is very well made. He Actually, he was uh, in the Olympics in 1936. Hmm. Uh, this, the man that plays it. There's no... Uh, well-known stars in it, but it's very well-known, and uh, it was really good. I I just suggest things that I think will bring people's, um, you know, hope up or or whatever. uh, Paul Robeson? Well, I might watch it. My whole family served in the Army and the Navy and the Air Force, so... Oh, it was a really good movie, because there's so much stuff out there that's really not that good. Um, What was it called again? Unbroken. Unbroken? Okay. It wasn't a propaganda film made here? No, I don't think so. Uh, it was It was about torture, I'll tell you that, and overcoming oh, it. Oh, it was, huh? And overcoming it. Hmm. And yeah, the ending is, 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 is awesome. The ending is awesome. Written too. by Laura it's a true story. It's based on a true story. Yeah. yeah. I guess the way I'm going to overcome it is I won't even remember it. <laughs> I have amnesia so bad. <laughs> I've had they called psychogenic amnesia. I went in a car wreck in 89 when I started uh, seeing some nasty stuff go on. And uh, they said I had psychogenic amnesia, and I think it's just hanging on. <laughs> I mean, the mind does protect itself, you know, because I lost yeah, my husband in yeah. this car wreck, and it protected us. Um, so. I've had two very, three very serious head injuries. Over Me too, honey. And, and you know what? My mind is still intact. We are hard-headed, aren't we? <laughs> At least it's yeah. still <clears throat> Well, the mind will regenerate itself, too, until the point yeah. that it can't, but, you yeah. know. And the liver can. Yeah, the yeah. brain can. Yeah. We're tough cookies, boy. Well, I'm glad you're okay. I don't know what happened. I'm you're okay. Yeah. I mean, and each one, as I look back, I mean, I, it, it absolutely was perp involved. So, it's outrageous. Getting my head. So how's everybody's week been? What? I said, how's it? I, I got in a little late. You probably have already gone through this. I was just wondering how everybody's week has been. Yeah, and has your perping picked up? Has anybody else's perping increased? Mine has. Mine hasn't. Mine has gone down. <coughs> in, in what way has, gang, has your gang stalking increased or just you know the whole yeah the gang stalking has in fact that was at the market a little while ago and and is what appeared to be husband and wife duo 
were just way. I don't. I don't, I'm not sure. I understand why they why they do this. They were way too interested in what was in my cart. They kept kind of hanging yeah. around me and looking in my cart, and I yeah. don't understand that. I mean, I don't get that. Well, Emmy, I can tell you, mm-hmm. every little thing you do, they want to use against you to manipulate you, control you, know every little detail because that's what they do to me. Uh, that's what's done to me is I'm observed all the time, not because anybody wants to know me. It's to mm-hmm. control me and manipulate me. It's for cold, it's just cold I mean, reasons. I was, I was buying fruit. <laughs> it's like... How can you guys? Oh, and I forgot to buy tortillas, damn it! And that what they, threw me off. What they what they do with mine with the buggy? They'll look at what I have, and then they'll come in the house, take what I have, yeah. and bring something they've left out for days. You know, like carrots, and they want to swap it out, or plants, nice flowers, and and then bring something in that's destroyed, and yeah. and take the good stuff. Stupid! Just stupid! And and the guy had this kind of grin, you know that yeah. that they have when they're when they're perping you and letting you. Yep. So annoying. Very familiar with that. Yeah, that's increased my. I've been getting zapped more often lately. You know, be. Oh. You know? Are you guys going to watch the moon on Sunday? That's the blood moon, right? Yeah, this eclipse blood moon thing. Oh, God. On Sunday night, so 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And so I guess that is 6 o'clock Pacific Time. What about Central? Is that um? Well, it would be 5 o'clock in California if it's 8 o'clock on the East Coast. So Mm -hmm. what about Arizona? What, What would it be for Arizona? Arizona is neutral, so... yeah. I'm not sure. I, I never can figure that out. Arizona never changes time, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to kind of figure 6 o'clock, or, but I'll check it at 5. Has anybody heard anything else about Barry Trier, if he was all right? What happened to him? Oh, uh, somebody had posted something on a friend's site that he uh, passed away, but she couldn't find nothing. Oh, well, he's mm-hmm. up there in years. <laughs> you would think he was a pretty... Is that the same one where there was an email sent out saying yeah. they were looking for somebody? I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I was just curious if anybody heard anything, because I've been... Not been on the internet for about four months, so I kind of go through my friends and the calls to find out stuff. Mm. I don't know. I know I have a missing cat. Yeah, I heard that, honey. Yeah. That's that's really childish. Um, I don't understand how they think. I really don't. I don't know about this Larry guy. I mean, does he... How, how old is he? Oh, you mean uh, Barry Trower? Whoever they're looking for. He's a, a microwave... Uh, he's a microwave specialist. Um, and he's from... Uh, he's British, I think. 
Um, he did yeah, all that. I don't live He's a very smart there, man. So he even gave us uh, gave a list of all the frequencies and everything. Yeah. And he's always doing um, work to try to stop this, but um. Oh really? Yeah. Very he's kind man. His, yeah, he's in his eighties. Oh wow! Jeez. Did did they check hospitals and stuff? They probably did, huh? I would think if if Barry Trier passed away, somebody would know about it. <laughs> right. Like I'm googling it now, and there's nothing that says. Maybe they were just messing with her. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's nothing. Very possible. I was just. That's why I was asking. Is if anybody else heard anything? Yeah, because you know he's such a big name. It yeah. would be on the internet here if he if he died. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to know that we can't find nothing. Well, and I would stay out here in Wyoming, so I, don't, I wouldn't be able to help. But. He is such a good guy, though, isn't he? Yeah, he, he's he got a good heart, you can tell. Yeah, I wish there was more people like him. He even gives his phone number and says he'll help any TI. Of course, I tried to call him once and it didn't go through. But, uh-huh. uh yeah, he put himself out there, I would say, against Jamad's. Um, I mean, like a lot of people do, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I know I had a brother-in-law pass away, and it took three days for somebody to find him. Really? So... Yeah, you died of a heart attack. It happens sometimes. Yeah. Unfortunately. Crazy, huh? I mean, you live alone. That's why I'm afraid to live alone. I don't want to... You know, I mean, it just sounds so horrible. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, where were his family and friends? Yeah, that is that is sad that nobody would be looking for him for days. Yeah. yeah. But people, you know, people have their own lives, and sometimes they go days without really... Yeah, it does happen. Well, I think I think we kind of keep track of each other on here. If somebody doesn't show up for a while, you know, a lot of us start asking about them. You right. Know, yeah. Those of us who show up here all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, we should have some little system going yeah. in regards to that. Yeah. Mike Mason. Do you guys know who Mike Mason is? Mm-hmm. I always send it. I send an email, like if I'm leaving town or something. I'll send an email to the to the website and tell them what I'm doing and where I'm going. Well, he, he on his call last night, he was talking about starting up the TI Gar- um, yeah, Guardian. Yeah, yeah. and I remember a few years ago when OSI was trying to do it and Keith was trying to do it, and it never completely went through. But they're trying to push that through again. I think that's an important thing to do. I think it is too, because a lot of us are alone. So yeah, yeah. and for, for we're like we're like our own family in a sense. Yeah, we are. You know. Well, we believe each other. We're there for each other. We care. We can read each other too. We know. All I those mean, things that. Excuse me, my dog is barking. Me mute for a minute. Well, shoot, I wish I could go to Washington. I, I do, too. Me, too. 
it would be fun in a way, you know, to meet other TIs and try I would to love to I I would love to meet another TI. Outside of my family, that is. <laughs> yeah. I think we all kind of think that way. A lot of us yeah. do, anyway. I know a few TIs that just, they won't even give out their number still. You know? I've given out my number, but I never get called back, so I don't know. I have abandonment issues. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. I'm sure we all do. I mean, yeah, they, no kidding. Well, they no. force us. Well, they they force us to have because they take everybody from us. You know what I mean? They take right. everything from you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty natural response to what we're going through. I don't think there's anything crazy about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm jumping in, y'all. This is Deborah in uh, Virginia, Virginia area. Hi, Deborah. Hi. Hi, Deborah. Um, Hi, Deborah. Yeah, and uh, those of y'all that want to try to get first to get to talk to you and stuff away from this call and stuff, maybe think about putting your name on the buddy list, you know, putting your name and your number. You'll you'll get a lot of responses from different people. I would like to do that. Do you have to have, be on the Internet to do that? I don't know how to do that. Well, uh, you just let Derek know that uh, preferably by email he's really busy or leave him a voicemail. You know, that uh, your name, your phone number, and if you have an email. But you don't have to have an email. You can you can just leave your name and your state and your city and your phone number, and you, you want to talk to other TIs, and you can get on the list. The first TI I talked to was from the buddy list. Yeah. I, I mean, I recommend it. I'm oh, well, they sent me a buddy list. Yeah, they did. But I don't, but I don't know. I still don't know how to put my name on it. I mean, because I'm talking to a woman out in New York, because that's where I'm from, and she's a TI, but I don't know how to... Uh, okay, if you I don't... guess I could just ask Derek if he can put me on one line. You know what? Call the 1-800 number. There's a contact number on the um, the FFCH website. There's a right. 1-800 contact number um, handled, and call them and tell them you want to be on the buddy list, and they'll get the information to Derek for you. Okay. I talked to Derek a couple Saturdays ago, but um, I didn't have a chance to mention that to him. Um, what's, do you have the 1-800 number? Because I, um, I haven't been on the Internet for about four months. I My boyfriend's on my computer, so I can't get it for you. Okay, I'll just go on the Saturday call and ask him. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Hey, uh, I'm looking it up right now. Wait a minute. Uh, Derek might take a few, uh, a little while sometimes to get back to you, but he always does. Usually. <laughs> yeah, he's busy. He were, he must work, huh? Uh, you know he's got to be busy. Yeah. Uh, I got the one eight hundred number if you want it. Thank you, Deborah. Yeah. Okay. It's uh one eight hundred five seven one uh five six one eight. That sounds familiar. And they're, you know, re- just remember they're different volunteers each day that handle that. So, okay, don't be too long-winded with them. They're just like us going through this. Yeah, I understand. All right, all right. I'll let y'all go. Thank you so much. Thanks. Huh. 
Does anybody know how many people are going to Washington? I don't have a clue. I I just heard about it yesterday. Mm. I've been hearing about it for the past two, three months, I think. It's been a while, I know that. I want to go. And what was the date? October? October 3rd. 3rd? That's not too far away. I know. It's short notice, huh? Well, actually, I mean, I've heard about it a couple months ago, so it's not really short notice, but I don't know. I just don't have the money to go. No, I don't either, honey. i got to go to my second disability hearing in a month. So I I don't have anything to go. I don't either. I got these glasses. I think I need glasses now, some eyeglasses. But I will definitely so be there in spirit for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely got to do that. So. And they're not they're not cheap. Maybe we could make up our own signs and have somebody hold them for us. <laughs> I wish. Could put our picture and everything on it. I wish I wish somebody would like make a sign with our names on it so that we could be there in spirit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know who. I don't know anybody. I don't either. It was just a thought. I'm I'm sure everybody's just trying their hardest just to get there themselves. Yeah. But it's not a bad idea, really. Uh-uh. That's a good idea. I would do it for you if I was going. I know you would be. I'm not going. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck them. I want to go so bad. I know. Um, I think I'm it would sure be there'll exciting. be other opportunities. Yeah, but Washington, D.C. sounds exciting. Like, I don't know. I think it would be fun to go there. You are? I mean, what if somebody got on TV or made a breakthrough? I just think it'd be fun. It just yeah. would be a, a good thing. If I had the money, I would go for sure. I can't even march, but I would try to rent a bike or something. I mean, just because my knee is so bad, but I, I would still want to go there. There's got to be, there'll probably be another opportunity to go, I'm sure. Yeah. I hope. I hope anyway. I started my Christmas shopping already. I can't believe it. Thank <laughs> you. I hope your cat comes home, sweetie. She still might. Thank you, because he's still not here, and we've been home since 7 this morning. We drove all night, and I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, I've I've lost a couple sets of pets since this started, and, and you get pretty close to your animals and their companions too because they they got unconditional love. And yeah. 
you can talk to them and they don't look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> I know, they don't uh, either, do they? They look at you like they don't know what you're talking about. It's crazy. <laughs> it, it amazes me how smart these animals are and how you can train them. Right. Like, like we went to the Shedd Aquarium out there in Chicago and they were training the dolphins and stuff. And it's like, it just amazes me how the brain of of animals and humans operates. It's amazing. It's just... It's, I think they're, they are a gift from God. I really believe that. Yeah. They're lifesavers. Yeah, because yeah. they, they are companions, and they are lifesavers. They can sense cancer. I had a dog once that um, uh, <laughs> since when a friend of mine was having, he would have, like, many strokes. He had um, uh, MS real bad, and he was having these, like, many strokes and going to a seizure kind of. And he'd start pulling at his jewelry and stuff, but my dog could tell he was getting ready to have one way before oh, wow. anybody else could tell. I think yeah, even before no, he knew. I mean, that's cool, huh? I mean, how do they do that? That's I thought cool. It was... I mean, that's cool how they do that. It makes you wonder how they can tell that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they can sense evil, too, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my dog. <laughs> One of my, my dogs would sit here and bark and bark and bark at this wall in my bedroom forever. One of my dogs, when I moved, she did not like my brother. Boy, she wouldn't get near him, and boy, was she right. You know? That happened to my cousin out in New York. My my one cousin has animals. Well, then her brother came over one day, which is my cousin too, but her brother came over, and the cat just attacked him. Whoa! And it cost yeah, it cost him like forty thousand dollars in medical bills because he the cat oh my just goodness. ripped yeah the cat just ripped through his arm. They it can they horrific. can really put a hurt on you, especially if they got kittens. And then I went out to visit. I didn't know the story until I had gone home to visit, and she was telling me the story, and I was like, and the cat was still there, and I'm like. <laughs> This cat did that to your brother, and you still have the cat? And Suzette's like, yeah, I still have the cat. I'm like, I would have gotten rid of that cat a long time ago. Uh And so then the cat was sitting on top of my purse, and we were going to leave, you know, to go do something, go out to dinner or do something. I don't remember because this was two years ago. And I was afraid to get my purse. I'm like, I'm not going near my purse. I'm like, that cat is evil, and I am not going. I like like you're talking about, and... We had to trap this cat, literally had to trap this cat and put it in something and take it to the Humane Society because nobody could even get near it. I don't know what happened to it. Somebody must have abused it or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. This cat, this, I don't know. I don't know what happened to this cat either because, you know, I don't live there anymore but or around them, you know, but they have other animals that are really nice. It's just this one cat, so... Kind of crazy story, but yeah, animals are phenomenal. I just I want to get books and read how their brains work, like because yeah. I've read books about the human brain. You know, I mean, it's like how can a dog understand the fit? It just it's, the brain is amazing. I just love science, yeah. and science is phenomenal to me. And I just try to always figure it out, but yeah. I, I don't have nothing against science. I just don't like this technological witchcraft that they got going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't like that stuff either. 
No, they they they're they're not good science. What they're doing to us, they might be using some science, but. Yeah, I just, it, it's it's so it's so um, disheartening to know that people are able to be controlled like this to this extent. Yeah. And the people will yeah, do it too. It is. I mean, it's. I mean, we're just prisoners. Yeah, we're POWs for sure, honey. Yeah, <laughs> we are. I want out, don't you? I want out of this hell. Yeah, I want out. I mean, I'll try until the day I die. But I, I, yeah, I truly believe this this life is temporal. I mean, I don't know why we're in this. Uh, maybe because of who we are. I mean, I was talking to somebody last, last night, and they were saying how they pick people that will survive so they can do their experiments. Yeah. And sometimes, you know. But what's the yeah, point it's hard of to say how this? they pick and choose people. I don't. It's hard to say how they pick and choose. It's really weird. I don't know. I don't even really know. I mean, I'm, like he said, he he. It's just a theory. But I mean, yeah. You, you just wonder. Yeah. I think there's probably a lot of things involved in this, but um. No. Yeah. I don't know. Um, do you do you guys get B2K? I do. No. Yeah, I get it too. I don't they don't talk directly to me. They talk about me. <laughs> and observe me twenty four seven. Do they know when you're in the bathroom and everything? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't care no, about no. that anymore. I used to just I took a shower in the dark for a year and a half. I wouldn't even turn the lights on. And now it's, it don't bother me. Yeah, I'm but like, okay, them. did it help? When you kept the lights off, could they not see you? Oh, I, I'm sure they could see me. Still? Yeah, they can still yeah. see you. I think they can yeah. see, see, you know, yeah, I think they can see me. Yeah. In one form or another, you know. Um, I don't, I, you know, I used to think there was cameras in here at first, the beginning. I was like, you know, this is, you know, when you don't know anything about I it. I did, too, when I was first trying to figure it out. I mean, I've been trying to figure out what happened to my family and all this stuff for years. But then when it came down to, I started getting the real V2K where I could actually hear it. I thought there was, like, cameras in my house. And so I was looking in the vents. No, I think they can see through my eyes. I mean... They can. Can. I know they can. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I was looking for cameras and stuff, too, and there was nothing there. Yeah, I think that's kind of normal. I mean, a lot of people wouldn't do that, maybe just because they, they just don't think that way. Um, But when you have no idea what's going on, you know, that's kind of normal, and it takes a minute to to get out of that um that way of thinking, and it takes, you know, it took me about a year and a half. I mean, and I cried. Yeah, but, uh, it, it took I me a while it. to figure it out because I had to go to the library and get a bunch of books and start reading and learning and trying to understand. Yeah, that's because yeah, I knew I, I knew I wasn't crazy. We learned. I was like, so I think it took, me, it took me a little while to find learning out how it works. Of it. Yeah. I, I totally agree on that. A lot of people might think you're obsessed with it a little bit, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, you know, you're not living it 
like I am. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I don't explain myself to people like that anymore. I mean, people are going to, I know people's going to think what they're going to think no matter what. Whether they're, you know, it's of their own free will or not. I can't control what other people think. Yeah. I don't but, care what um, people think anymore. I mean, <clears throat> I was, you know, my family went through hell, and then um, I was just left to climb the American ladder by myself, and nobody offered to help me. So, I mean, I just, I don't care what people think or say about me anymore because they never helped me. They never wanted to be a true friend to me. I mean, the only people I care about right now is my family and other kids because it's like, um... Well, that's pretty good if you have that. People are mean and they really don't care. You know what I've been doing lately? Everywhere I go, and I don't go very many places because I don't have a car and stuff, but um, everywhere I go, I try to smile and wave at as many people as possible. Yeah, I do too. Cause I I'm trying to start a new trend. I have to go to work in, in pain because whenever I go to work, that's when the pain starts, and I have to try to smile through the whole thing. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's not easy. Yeah. Yeah, I had a, a bad um, couple days, but, um, you know, the the kind of days where it's hard to get out of bed. Yeah. You know, but, you know, it's, I'm sure I'll have bad days in the future, for, too. I mean, I could just lay in that bed forever and... I don't well, know. I had a bad that's day at work. I think that's why I'm broken. It really uh, shows you how strong the human will is. Yeah, it's strong. It's powerful, I think, anyway. Yeah, and, and it's we've been robbed. I mean, that's a God-given thing. We yeah. we were born with it. Don't belong to other people. Yeah. They can think that that it's theirs all they want, you know. But yeah. Yeah, I wish I could go to Washington. <laughs> I really do. I know. I want to go so bad. I'm like, I have like $275 in the bank. I could easily go buy a bus ticket and just blow everything off. But then I just I just asked for 10 days off of work. I can't ask for another right. two or three days off. They'd be like, well, you know, they'd probably fire me. Yeah. Yeah, you got to take care of you first. Yeah, I just hope I stay informed so that the next time it comes around, I'll, I'll, I know I'll probably go. Well, honey, I'll give you my phone number. If you ever want to call and talk, you can call me anytime. Okay, if you want to give it to me, I'll write it down. Mm-hmm. Could you give me a minute to get a piece of paper and pen? Okay. I'm a looking. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> I have the my my schedule flexible at the moment. <laughs> Do what? My schedule is kind of flexible at the moment. Huh. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, it's eight one six. Eight one six. Nine eight two. Nine eight two. Nine one six three. Nine one six three. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's my name is Gina. Your name is what? Gina. Gina? Okay, mine's Jennifer. Jennifer. It's it's yeah. so nice to meet you, honey. It's nice to meet you too. You're from Arizona, right? No, I'm from from Wyoming. Wyoming. You're the one from Wyoming. Okay. Wyoming. I knew that. <laughs> and I could really use a friend out here, cause, you know, revolving around this, because there's nothing out here. I know. And there's a lot of country out there, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Yeah. It goes to show you, I mean, it don't really matter where you go. Um yeah. I've got a, another friend. I told you I, that one of the first TIs I was talking to on the buddy list. I got her off the buddy list, and uh, she don't live too far from me. In fact, there's quite really? a few TIs right in this area. Where are you? Are you in California or where? I'm in Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, you're in Missouri. Yeah. There's a lot of TIs out there, for real? Oh, there's a handful of us. Um but I'm right, like right on the state line of Kansas and Missouri, so I'm like in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, I know some people that just moved out there. Really? Yeah, they bought a house. He, he's been a manager of Sonic for like 20 years, ever since he was like 18. Wow. Well, yeah, there's a lot of those out here. <laughs> yeah, so then they they took him and put him in the main office out there in Missouri. So now he's he works in the executive offices for Sonic. Yeah, they just laid Google Fiber out here, too. We're lucky. <laughs> yeah. Do you want my phone number? Because you can call me, but... Um, oh, sure. Call them, huh? I've got a list of phone numbers of people. Okay. Uh, hold on just a second. Let me get a pen. All right. That's one thing I can do is be there for people who need me or yeah. I need, you know. I think we need each other in a, right. in a big way. Yeah, we do in a big way. I wish we could get more organized, but they don't make it real easy. Yeah, because especially, like, where I live, because, like, even if I try to explain, like, government, just not even the TI stuff. Yeah. I just, like, talk about the government or whatever to, like, a doctor or, you know, somebody that, you know, usually a doctor. But they just, like, don't even talk to you. You know what I mean? They don't want to talk to you. They don't want to. It's crazy. They don't talk about nothing out here. They're boring. Uh, they don't talk and about it here either, honey. I mean, I I think there's a few people that know out here. And some doctors might be a little more open-minded. I don't know. I don't really know. But... I've also got more gallons, and I've I've been treated horribly by uh, that community, the dermatologists and all that. They've outright been mean. It, and really? been I love like my dermatologist. She she's awesome. I, well, I I wish I could go, go meet her. <laughs> yeah, I wish you could too, because she's awesome. And I've got a woman dentist too, and she's she has never heard me once. My this woman dentist that I use, and I was like, oh my oh, god, you're amazing. Good. I was yeah. like. I was like, please do not ever leave Wyoming because all the good doctors leave here. <laughs> they do. Yeah. I think there's a lot of good doctors out there. We're just being played against each other somewhat. And some of them are just trained to 
Yeah. It's like um, they sent, the CDC sent out memos to these dermatologists about Morgellons saying that, you know, because they kind of get the same stigma, like TIs, they're crazy and delusional. But um, it's not, you know. I know. And, uh, this doctor didn't just, uh, she wasn't just mean to me. She was actually medically neglectful. She didn't tell me that I had um, I had a skin patch test and I had like seven or eight irritants. She told me I, I had maybe one. Hmm. And my doctor would know department. all of them, but she didn't give me something that I was allergic to, right? You can give her, you report it to the health department. That's what I've been I do, wanting right? to write her a letter. I'm, I'm getting ready to go to disability tr- uh, hearing, and I, it's like I've hit a block. I don't know what my problem is. I'm working on that. Because she definitely, because mm. she's going to do it to somebody else, you know? Yeah. It's it's really unfortunate. She didn't really bother me. I kind of expected it, but, um. Hmm. And I had a witness on top of it. Wow. <laughs> about dropped. Her job just dropped. <laughs> but, you know, it's okay. I, I am going to try to uh, write a letter, though. I think I need to do that. But, um, you want to give me your number? Yeah, it's um, 307-262-7570. Okay, Jennifer. Now, I work, and my cell phone, when you call it, it might say that it's been disconnected or something, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's just that I don't have my voicemail set up. I always call back anyway. <laughs> yeah, so just, like, if I don't answer it, that means I'm at work. Okay, um, honey. What hours do you work? Is there any time I shouldn't call? Is there any... T- no, you can call me at any time. I don't care. Because I have sleep deprivation, too. So Yeah, me too. And my hours at work are... They vary. Sometimes I work morning. Sometimes I work 9 to 5. Sometimes okay. I work 5 to 10. You know, it just varies. I'll try to call you at a reasonable hour. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you for giving yeah, me your number. Yeah. And, um... The lady from uh, Phoenix, is she still on there? Yeah. Um, Is she? I don't know. Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. We kind of left you out of the loop there for a minute. No, no. You guys were just talking. I was just listening. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'm willing to give my number to anybody who wants to talk anytime. Yeah, Okay. My heart just goes out to you, Jennifer, because you, you, I can tell you're very alone in this. Yeah, it's, it's tough, you know. Now, I think a lot of this life, I mean, I've, my whole family's been destroyed, you know, just because just by talking about it. So I just need <laughs> somebody it, that you know, trusts me. Not, you know what I mean? I just need somebody that trusts me. I, I'm... I'm not going to, I mean, I don't go around talking to people about it, but if somebody asks me an outright question of something I know, I'm going to tell them. Yeah, I have people ask me about my bracelet because I wear it tastefully. And I just oh, what does your bracelet say? Oh, I wish I had one of those. Well, I was Derek, they, they don't cost that much. Derek will send you one if you're a member. 
No, I haven't oh, even been. I'm I'm, I have some subs. But what, um, what color is it? What does it say? Well, there are different colors. I got a yeah. blue one and I got an orange one. And then it has Freedom from Covert Harassment on it with the website. And then it says you're not alone on it. Yeah, I've, I've wanted one of those, or a couple of those, ever since I heard about it. I also want T-shirts. I used to put a sign in my the window of my car until I didn't have a car no more. <laughs> so. They have T-shirts? I'm 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 pretty sure they do. They got a whole uh, um like a little store, I think. Really? Hi, oh, I need to call Derek and her email and or whatever, call that number and find out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do because I see mugs. I saw you know, coffee mugs and um. But I've been trying to get on disability since 2009 when I was getting stalked off my job and. They want to do surgery on my neck, my back. and they won't give you disability? No, no. But now my neuro, uh, neurosurgeon wants to do surgery on my neck and my back, which I won't have. But, I mean, it's hard for me to walk sometimes. And it's just getting worse because they keep hitting me in my neck. Yeah. I got my um, myelopathy and, uh, you know, I got bone spurs up in my neck. Um, in your neck? Yeah, I was in a car yeah, wreck. Yeah, my boyfriend. I was, huh? My boyfriend has my boyfriend has that, and they wanted to do surgery on his neck, and he's scared to death. I, I, I mean, it seems like they do that surgery a lot, but not to TIs. They don't. They want to put mm-hmm. a metal ring up in my neck. I just don't want to add to it. I already got wires in my jaw from breaking my jaw when oh I was seventeen. Gosh. Yeah, I wouldn't get the surgery. Don't get it. I'm not going to. I'm going to um, maybe try to get some physical therapy or, or something maybe just because uh, my muscles are just so spazzed out all the time. But, you uh, don't have muscle relaxers? Yeah, I have some. They don't really help that much, though, so I don't like taking uh, pills. unless They help really yeah, a lot. I like... try to increase your calcium because bone spurs, I, as backwards as it sounds, bone spurs are... Calcium deficiencies. Are they? Yeah. Well, I also, re- also but, had injuries to my neck, also. I believe that because my boyfriend doesn't drink. I believe you too. Hardly. <laughs> he hardly ever drinks. People are deficient in a lot of things. Um, you but know, they just did, physically. They just, did, like, they just went in. They found arthritis in my back. My back was killing me, my lower back, and they found arthritis, and so they went in and they. They probed my back, you know, with, like, needles or whatever. They stuck six needles in my back and then put medicine in there to kill the nerves. Yeah. And, boy, when they were done, I felt like I was in hog heaven. It was just, it was amazing. The pain was just gone. Yeah, they were so, so in was, was your surgery so arthroscopic? I don't, if, what do you mean arthroscopic? I don't know what that means. Well, like, you know, like they're doing arthroscopic for... Uh, like a bulging disc, they can just remove it by, let's say, a two-inch incision instead yeah. of full-blown. Oh uh, no, this—they just put—they just poke it's a, a laser. Hole. It's a no, it's um, it's just a needle, a tiny, tiny needle. It's almost like acupuncture needles, and they put them in your back, but they put them where your nerves are uh, against your spine. 
Uh-huh. And then the then they pour medicine in there and it kills the nerve. It, now the nerve re, will regenerate itself and my arthritis pain will go back or come back. And um, so I'll have to have it done, you know, like every year or so. But the pain wow. was like sounds, totally gone. It was awesome. totally gone. Yeah. Where did you have that done? Here in Casper, Casper, Wyoming. Oh. Yeah. And you don't remember, like, the name of the surgery or the name of the procedure? No, I don't. I keep saying an episiotomy, but it's not an episiotomy. No. <laughs> it's something no. that sounds like that. That's funny. <laughs> funny, huh? I don't know. These doctors' terms, I don't know. I've seen so many doctors over the past month. It's crazy. But then here come my perps, and they, like, was pulling my back, and I so they made my back hurt again. And I'm like, I just got it fixed. Leave me alone. Yeah. I mean, uh, they they took all my female organs. I had an x-ray a year prior to this. And then a year later, I've got my uterus is three times the size it's supposed to be. It's got tumors all over. i got a nine-inch tumor in my right fallopian tube. And I'm the only one in my family that's had natural childbirth. Never had no female problems at all. Wow. I didn't have no cancer or anything. I just had tumors. I've had a chest wall tumor, a big one cut out of my chest. My gallbladder. Can I ask? Huh? Can I ask how old you are? Fifty. Wow. And they took my gallbladder. I mean, and I just had knee surgery. I mean, it's just been one thing after another. And I'm just tired of being cut on for real. I didn't recover as quick from uh, that full hysterectomy. I didn't recover from that so quick. I don't even remember a lot of it. Um, But, um, yeah, I'm not into the neck surgery at all. Um, I'm willing to try other things. Are you there? It'll take a while for you to heal is what I heard. Yeah, and... I don't feel any better. That's for yeah. sure. Um, and my right. back seems to be worse, actually. And my friend told me that it's because a lot of your female organs support your spine, you know? Yeah. In a sense, you know what I'm Did saying? You, have you ever been checked for arthritis in your spine? Because that's what was oh, wrong yeah, with I've me. Got I've got that. Oh, I've got osteophytes yeah. all of the way up my spine. Uh, and I've had uh, some teardrop fractures out of my neck. From a car wreck, um, and when I broke my jaw, so I've got I've had uh, eight fractures from my head up. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I know that I got some problems there, but you know sometimes your body can reabsorb some of those spurs. I know they can in your feet. Uh, if I can get to the right doctor, you know. Yeah, but my, that's, my that's pain doctor that I, I I got for disability because they want to know that you're in pain. Um. He he gave me two options. He told me, well, you can either go to a neurosurgeon or you can get this implant in your back that you can control with this device. And I was like, uh, I don't think so. And he acted mad because I wouldn't do that. Hmm. And a lot yeah, of people, a lot of people get it, but he was selling. He's like, I don't know anybody. It didn't help. And I know somebody that had it and it didn't do nothing for him. So. I'm not going to have that implanted in my back. They're nuts. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many different things they can do today. And some of it, I'm sure, is very helpful, you know? Yeah, it helped me. 
and I'm, that's why I want to go to a different doctor and, and get different opinions. Shoot, um, I tried doing that here, and it's impossible. I bet it is because you don't have the, you know, you're not in the city, are you? Because then they're like, well, how long have you lived here? And so then I'm, I'll be like 15 years. And then they'll be like, well, you haven't seen any doctors? And you can't say no because obviously you have. <laughs> Right. So then they then they share medical records, and then I can't get a second opinion. Right. I'm just like, you people, I was like, I wish I had a job where I could just copy somebody's notes. Yeah, it's like trying to overturn his decision, right? No, it's like, it's, it's hell for us here. It's just hell. Well, when you're having a particularly bad night, you call me, okay? Okay, I will. And we'll, we'll share mine. We'll share mine. Okay. Deprivation, so I might call you. <laughs> Not a problem, honey. God, I want to know what else Derek is selling over there. I want to know. I'm gonna have to send an email. Yeah, I had no time sending emails even when I was online. My computer is pretty compromised. Um, is it? At my Yahoo, I could receive emails, but I couldn't send them after a while. Yeah. I got, but I could go on Facebook and, you know, interact with on Facebook or a site like that. But uh, I couldn't yeah. send from Gmail or Yahoo. I don't put nothing on Facebook only because Facebook is international now, and I just no, I won't put nothing on there. Oh, I I would post positive stuff or informative stuff, not the crazy yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, at first I didn't. At first I, I posted a few dumb things, but uh, you learn. It, it's a process. Well, I have two only because I was, you know, under that much. You know, I was distressed, so I had to do something to find a way to cope. But, and, right. that's, and that's when my boyfriend found out. He's like, I, I know about your FF, you know, freedom from covert harassment. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, that's nice. Well, it's kind of cool that he came to you with it, then. Yeah, I was like, well, learn about it, because I'm tired of trying to teach him. Yeah, it's hard to teach. Yeah, you got they got to learn on their own, I mean, really. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to put into words. Especially if you don't understand science. I mean, if you don't understand science, then you're not going to understand it. Or if you don't have a, um, a desire to learn right. that way. Right. <laughs> Is, any, is anybody else on the call? I don't know. It seems like when I'm on here, nobody else is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I find something to laugh at every day, and I mean a boastful laugh. I find something, <laughs> even if it's myself. <laughs> it's Friday night. Everybody's probably out doing stuff. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, I've noticed a lot this week that I'm having a lot of phone interference as far as, um, you know, people, you're talking and then they might cut out for just a minute and then they come back on and you're still talking and they're on a different subject, you know? Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, oh, wow. me and my friend here crazy. in Kansas City, and. We know how to do, you know, read each other in that way, but um, yeah. That would drive me crazy, but I hate technology. I hate it with a passion. 
Yeah, it's because it's being used in a bad way against us. I mean, it kind of makes us a little biased. (laughs) It just makes me angry. Like, the other day I went to work without my phone, and I felt so free. (laughs) But then I was like, well, I hope nobody needs me because I don't have a phone. Right. Um, Yeah. I remember the days when we had no phones and we had to walk. Like, if if your car broke down, you had to walk to the gas station or to a pay phone or... Yeah, people actually interacted with each other. Yeah, I miss those days. I'm just like, man, we grew up in the best of the times. Yes, we did. We did. And that's why I go out of my way to smile at people and wave at an old man driving down the street, you know? Yeah. People have gotten out of touch with that, I think. And people don't even look at each other sometimes. They don't, do they? They don't look at each other. And, like and, here in Wyoming, know, you, in Wyoming, you do not stand more than like two feet from somebody. If you stand closer than two feet to somebody up here in Wyoming, they freak out. They'll look at you and they're, they'll be like, you're in my space. And I'm like, wow. So then I'm like, I'm going on to New York because New Yorkers, you can sit on a bench right next to somebody. You can stand next to somebody as close as you want. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... Well, I mean, we're and it was that way in living with each other. In Chicago, yeah, in Chicago, we had to ride the that's part of the bus. problem is people are so cut off from everybody else. that, And, you know, just the, the normal uh, crises that's in the world in general. I know. We went to Chicago, and everybody had earphones in their ears, whether <laughs> they were listening to the radio or the news or whatever from their cell phones. I mean, you'd look at somebody and try to ask them a question, and they wouldn't hear you. Right. <laughs> and I'm just like, they all have earphones in their ears. It's crazy. Yeah, I've done my own little social experiments. I quit telling people, look at that, you know, look at that satellite in the sky or whatever. If it's a real low orbiting, like there was one last night, and it's, you could almost reach out and touch that thing. Um, That's how it is here in Wyoming. Like the moon, when the moon is out, it feels like you could just reach up and touch it. Right. We're, yeah, because we're at like 5,000 or something or other. So if cool. I was around somebody, I would just, you know, you know, observe them. <laughs> that sounds bad. <laughs> I know. And I'd say, wow, what is that? Do you know what that is? <laughs> you <know? laughs> and, you know, you get a whole totally different uh, reaction. Yeah. I had a couple of friends that said, oh, that's a satellite. <laughs> Yeah, and a couple of people just didn't know what it was, you know. They really yeah. just didn't know. But um, yeah, I it was one time I tried telling my kids that, and they're like, "Oh, you can't see the satellites from here." And I'm like, "Yeah, you can. Sometimes you can." But yeah, yeah, I've I've had to learn different approaches, and most time on the biggest most part, I keep it to myself, unless I'm around another person that's like minded. And they're, you know, they might be on a similar subject, and I might comment. I don't go right out and say, hey, I'm a T.I., you know. No, I don't tell nobody because I'm not going to lose my family. I've lost my whole entire family over this stuff. I'm not going to lose no more. Right. Honey, you do what you got to do. Yep. I don't blame you one bit. I don't. I kind of learned early on not to tell a bunch of people anyway. I kind of felt that. Yeah. Even when they ask about my bracelet and what it is, I just tell them it's a government thing. 
you probably wouldn't understand or wouldn't be interested. And and then then they leave it at that. (laughs) Yeah, they're just interested. They're just trying to be nice, you know. Yeah. I would wear it if I had. I want one of uh, John Howe's shirts, too. Well, I would tell them to look it up, but it's people at work, and I don't want to get in that conversation at work. Yeah, you got it. You so, got to preserve your um, what what you do have, right? Right, right. Yeah, if I'm like walking down the street or you know shopping at a store or something, then I'll say something, you know, something more. But if I'm at my my own job, no. Right. I just say I just say you know I belong to a government group and um. Or I, I, I don't say... Our human rights I belong really to, is what it is, I isn't it? I belong to a group that's against the government is what I tell them. Yeah, I would just tell them it's a human rights group. Yeah. I don't know. Is that what they refer to? Isn't that what that's a good way. That's what I should say. That's what I should say. Because people look at me kind of funny like... <laughs> yeah. Because they don't know what a conspiracy theorist is. You know what I mean? These oh, people don't know anything. People's been programmed to react to conspiracy theorists in a certain way. Yeah. Until it starts affecting their lives. I think there's just a lot of choices being made right now. And people's got to pick a side, you know. Yeah. Ultimately, I mean, our intellectual property is being severely uh, influenced, but I think there's a a power much greater than theirs. That's what keeps me going. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what keeps me going anymore. I just guess will of power, power of will. Well, it's money, you know. Yeah. I mean, and they're they're this is their time, I guess. Yeah. And everybody has their time. I don't think I, I don't think this will last forever. I mean, I, hopefully our children don't have to if it lasts that long. Yeah. It does last that long for some people. I don't know how long it's going to last for me. Because it went from it's my really, mom and dad to me. It's really so. changed, I would say, since some of these people who's been dealing too. with it 30 and 40 people, years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was bad back then. It was really bad back then. I can imagine, because there was nothing to stop them. And nothing. I think that, no, there wasn't nothing. No human rights. Because nobody knew about it. And we didn't have access to the internet. We didn't have access to the information. Right. So it was like he just kind of walked around dumbfounded like a zombie, you know? I mean... Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, there was no way to learn about it back then. They must be very... I mean, because I sat there and I watched... Like I said, they're very strong individuals. Because I sat there and I watched my mom slowly become a schizophrenic from it. And I just, I remember standing in the kitchen, and I was looking at her. She had just got, they took her to the hospital. It was right after my dad died. And they took her to the hospital. I'm like, what just happened to her? I was like, my mother came home a totally different person within just a couple of days. Uh, and it's not even a natural type of schizophrenia. And I'm like, this Whatever label they would have put on it, it's synthetically induced, you know? I know, and I was only like nine or ten years old, and then when I was, like, 12 years old, I called her doctors, and I was like, what did you people do to my mother? Because she was just progressively looking worse, getting worse, getting sicker and sicker, and she couldn't function at all. Yeah. And I had no way of learning about it. 
Yeah, I've seen that a lot in my family too, honey. I think they they hit what you love, you know. Mm-hmm. And vice versa, you know, they do it around. They do it to a lot of people that don't even know what's being done to them. I think. Yeah. Psychiatrists are scary people, man. They're very out here. They're very scary people. Yeah. I know there's some good ones. Out. I know there's some good ones. That I mean, yeah. ones that they really want to help people, you know. They might like, not know. They might have been taught a certain way, but they still want to help people. But they're scared. It's scary. It's very scary. Yeah. Sometimes they start talking, and I'm like, you're the one that needs a psychiatrist. Maybe you should call somebody. Because <laughs> you're talking pretty weird. <laughs> well, I've, I've told them that. I've fired them. My boyfriend fired them. My boyfriend looked right at this one doctor. She's an immigrant, and mm-hmm. she got her college degree for psychiatry, and my boyfriend looked right at her, and he's like, why don't you go back to the country that you came from because you're fired. Yeah, it's it's amazing to me how people think they're above us all. Yeah. You know, that they got, they got the, just because somebody gave them some authority, that, that's nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. And psychiatrists have a lot of power. A lot yes, they of do. power. I mean, look at, um, oh gosh, uh, my memory just gets worse and worse. Um, she, I've got all kinds of information from her, but the one that, the lady that had that court case, and they wanted her to see the psychiatrist, I can't even think of her name. I've been off the internet way too long. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I follow people that I respect in the, in the yeah. stuff, and I know that their information is, you know. Solid. Yeah, solid. Yeah. Um, she's from, she, she was uh, um, running for mayor, and they just started, they'd done some horrible things for her. But they drug up this court case. I don't, it was like a show. It wasn't a court case. She's a very strong lady. Connie, Connie Marshall. Yeah. 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 But they had the psychiatrist go on there and, and say she was nuts. And she sounds so normal that you could tell this lady didn't really know what the heck she was talking about. She was being told what to say. Yeah. Or, you know, in her head she was being told what to say in her own head. I don't know. Because they are trained in a certain way when it comes to this kind of stuff. Yeah, especially if they don't want you revealed, you know what I mean? Yeah. If they don't want you revealed, then they're going to make you look like a nutcase, and there's nothing you can do about it. Right. So um, I, I I try not to put myself in positions for them to even... I was seeing a psychiatrist for um, anxiety before I knew this was happening anyway. Right. Yeah, so I already had one. He's always treated me fairly good. He just kind of, he kind of belittles my problems, really. He don't make much out of them. He says, I think you just suffer from clinical depression, you know? Hmm. Yeah, they always say um, that it's not. You know what they told my son? I took my son in because he was like, he was putting up with abuse from his dad and stuff, so he was kind of having problems and he was having a few problems in school, so I took him to the, psychi- the psychologist and the psychiatrist, and they gave him a test. And when he was done with the test, because my son has anxiety, 
And they called him a retard. I looked at the Oh, I went, I went, went off. Oh, my gosh. I went, I went off like you would not oh. believe. I was like, my son is not a retard. I told you he has anxiety. I'm not stupid. He actually, and they, everybody in this state belittles us. And still oh today, God. I cannot. Still today, I cannot get my son help for anxiety because they want to make it something like bipolar or something really bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, they'll probably come up with a new one by next year. So I, I grew up with the FBI, and I told them, I'm, I told them, I'm like, I'm tired of this fraud. I was like, we need real medical help, and I'm tired of the fraud in the medical community, and I'm wow. not gonna put up with it no more. I mean, I went through hell. I think I we got an incredible amount of mental injury. I think yeah. we're so much crazy. I, I think we got a lot of injury. Yeah. And it's a betrayal, you know. These people are, psychiatry is, they're crazy, man. They're just stupid and crazy. And I think they think that about us, too. Because they, you know, I think life will teach you a lot of what those psychiatrists think they know. I think life in general will teach you about that. Yeah. I mean, they might know some, um, deeper stuff than we know. That it's it's scary how it's applied sometimes. Yeah. You know? I mean, out here they told my friend's little two-year-old that she has separation anxiety. I'm like, that little girl does not have separation anxiety. And they're like, yeah, she does. She cries when she has to go with her dad. And I'm like, no, she doesn't, and I'm a witness to it. I mean, I'm, so I reported that doctor, and then she moved. She ended up moving to Colorado. I'm like, yeah, you better move. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm telling you a true story. I mean, oh, honey, as you, normal, don't, you don't have to sell me on anything. I can. Yeah. I can. There you are. I don't think you got a reason to make any of this up. No, I mean, a normal person can walk into a, a psychologist's office and get counseling, and you will come out with issues that they say that you have. <laughs> and I'm just like, they can't distinguish a, a societal problem from an actual mental illness. They cannot do it. It's, they're just, they can't do it. They can't do it because they've been programmed themselves in um, medical school. Yeah. To think a certain um, way, and for them to succeed in their field, they probably have to think that way, you know, to a certain yeah. It's so expensive, though. I mean, I don't know why they have to stern. Oh, I don't know. They make tons no, no, of money. We had I don't know why they have to stern. It was really good. I was there a while back ago, but she was really good. Hmm. I haven't found a good one yet. Actually, I have one. There's one doctor that finally gave me medicine for my anxiety. I'm finally visceral. Finally, after 15 years of fighting for it, because I can't get a second opinion because they just keep copying each other's notes. And so I finally got my visceral for anxiety. But now I'm not as scared as much anymore. But I used to have really um, phenomenal panic attacks when this first started. I made myself bring myself out of these panic attacks. Um, my partner is Native American. He would put in flute music on my, you know, on me, and he would help me come out of it sometimes. Um, 
didn't want to depend on a drug that, if it did help me, could be taken away because it did help me. Um, I pray a lot. I trust God a lot. I mean, I'm not getting into religion or anything, but that's where I get my strength. Yeah. And no, I've got to have the visceral. I don't have any panic attacks, but I do have a lot of fear of the yeah. public. You know what I mean? Because I've been segregated to pretty much troubled people. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's not like I'm friends with, you know, people that are pleasant and kind. No, that's a hard life to live, honey. It's a hard so life why to live. I have, two, I have two friends, and that's it. <laughs> the rest of the people pretty much scare me. I never know if they're going to be drunk or if they're going to be stoned or have drugs on them. Or, I just never know. So I just stay to myself because they scare me. So. And the yeah, I, but I think we do that. that. Some type of self-preservation, you know. Yeah. Protect ourselves. I I know I've really um, I'm really isolated. So, but I've got a few fr- friends here that I talk to that's really helped me. So. And I think talking about to somebody does help. And I, I wish somebody else would talk. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. No. See, mine's a health conspiracy, and I don't know. Whenever I call on here, they usually talk about game stalking and stuff, so I don't know. I just don't want to keep somebody else from talking, that's all. Yeah. I've been kind of chatty this week. (laughs) 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 But it keeps me from, um, you know... um, Projecting um, by love in, in any way, you know, if I can get it out, somebody who actually really gets it. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you can listen to a person talk. I can listen to people talk and just tell by the tone of their voice or just something in their voice, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. And I get the the boys weapon, so <laughs> yeah, that that was really a clincher for me is the VGK. I knew I wasn't crazy. But um So do you have a lot of family? Huh? Do you have a lot of family? Um I guess that my husband and son was killed in California. My husband was stationed at Fort Orr and it happened right there on post. And then me and my son moved back here. I've got a lot of family, but I never get to see them. I've, I've called my sister, tried to get them to come over. They know I, can, I have no way there. You know how sometimes you lose track of time? You mean yeah. to call a person or something and you forget, and before you know it, it's too late to call that person or whatever. Oh, yeah, I have to say a lot. It's almost like they're all being blocked from carrying through with our plans or simple plans, you know. But I'm not in a position to where I can say, hey, no, we're doing this now. And it gets you. I'm not in that position. I just pray about it. It didn't seem um, work in my life. It's taken a lot of my fear away. And that's what works for me, you know. Phones, I think, again, I don't know why, but 
I listened to, uh, uh, I don't know if you got it in Miami. But they're in 41. It's called K-Love. Really positive, constant positive m- music. That helps me. Because if I watch TV too long, it just, I end up angry. Because <laughs> you know? I can't stand all the, you know. Yeah, it just makes me sometimes to watch TV with some of the stuff that's on there. There's a few things on there that's all right, but I don't watch TV much. I watch the news, so I can keep track of the government sometimes. And I watch the local news, but other than that, I mean, there's nothing on the television anymore. It's just junk. Yeah, it's a bunch of yeah. There's just some really shallow stuff being put out. Like the View, I used to try watching the View, but they talk over each other, and when it comes to the television, you have no idea what any of them have said, because they're all talking. I mean, or like, what else? I used to watch NCIS all the time, because um, I'm a Navy brat, but, um, and that's a really good show, I thought. Yeah, I, I grew up with Charlie's Angels, so... Yeah, Charlie's Angels. <laughs> yeah, I did too. House the Prairie was on right after that, you know. <laughs> but there's not even any good shows like that. Like shows, those little 30 minute sitcom shows. I watched The Big Bang Theory. I know that was sad as was easy, but <laughs> you know, I went through three angels that got changed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's just one show that happened to stick out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> They've remade everything. I don't know how many times. They can't keep re- remaking everything. Even yeah. though they're trying, you know, the original is fine. <laughs> yeah, I called the FCC or I didn't call them, but I emailed them and complained about stuff. It was that? It's- I complained about stuff to the FCC because everybody was cussing over the television. I mean, even the newscast people were cussing. Oh, gosh, yes, I know. So I called the FCC, and I'm like, I'm not tolerating this. And then I learned that they're allowed to say seven swear words legally. And I was like, you have to be kidding me. Seven words, huh? I wonder how they came to that conclusion. Yeah. I don't know, but it makes me mad. I don't want to listen to it. I have to listen yeah, I don't to that much society. Type of, I don't, want I don't to have to listen much, to it. Uh, much faith in those type of agencies anymore. Environmental yeah. Protection Agency, the FCC, and all of them. It seems like they're all compromised. Yeah. Even if it, not everybody's bad in them, but... Some level. Yeah, they are. I mean, they don't care anymore. They just don't care how demoralizing they're making this country. Well, some people might not even be aware. I mean, but, you know, that's what part of the problem is, is nobody wants to be aware of anything bad. Right. want the government to fix it. Or they'll be aware of it, but they won't really do anything about it. You know what I mean? Well, they won't I mean, write we got to... Maybe that's what we're here, you know. We got to plant seeds where we can and can until we can't no more. Yeah. 
But um, I've got I've got to get off here, honey. I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And, um, I'll talk to you too. Check so. on my dad. I'll talk to you again soon. Uh, whoever's on the call and, and I tonight. <laughs> I'll talk I, to I you later. You I love y'all. All right. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Joe, you there? Um, you've got a bunch of people that want to be unmuted, and <laughs> too much of us. <laughs> oh. I want to tell you this: as much people, or some people, would like to be unmuted. <laughs> this is off the point.
Joe. What is this odd background noise, too? Who else is on here? Please talk.
Oh, nobody talked. What's tonight's subject? Don, I don't know what tonight's subject is. Oh, no. Is, what is yeah, it supposed to be? Toward the end of the call, I guess. Well, it's only 8.41. we got two hours to go. Oh, wow. <laughs> Nobody's saying a thing. Yeah, well, there's only so many 
not fun. Are they are they following you more lately? I've been getting followed, just more perping generally lately. Oh, who would know? They, yeah, you never know. Yeah. I don't know when they follow me. They seem to like to follow me around the market. Look at what I'm buying. Oh, yeah, that's where I saw this one, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was coming into the market and uh, huh. with the cane, though. He had a cane. It might not have been him. I, I didn't quite recognize, but... I just found out that my total alarm system has been totally modified by someone. They are... Um, they've totally made it so that my doors don't... My regular alarms don't go off. Huh. I just realized that. Jesus, why don't they... They just go away. How do, Can you work or fix it, or...? Well, I have to call the company tomorrow and... Oh... Yeah, when you when when I heard you leaving like that, I go, oh my God, mm-hmm. that's the end of Linda. She's they're gonna <laughs> they got her now. They're gonna what? Well, my God, an evacuation. Oh, that. Oh, yes, yes, they did. They got a lot of what I. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it gets you going and oh, yep. this and that and. Yep, gotta get, gotta uh, go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta right. go now. That's you an know? operation. They. Yep. The, yeah, that they did. Yeah, because they're, you know, that's what I was getting all yeah. day is fire firemen doing that. So. Well, it's just blind. Well, and then somebody got in and re. Well, no, he doesn't have to get in. He's all over my computer. Um, I mean, anybody, oh. you know, who? I mean, how did he know I had cameras? You know, how did he know I had double locked doors? He has no way of knowing that. Oh yeah, they're they're God, it's probably five layers from him. Yep. But um now that I realize that my my entire Jesus. I mean I have certain doors when you open them you can hear it it, it there's an alarm or my my it, there's a speaker you know, it makes a noise, a certain noise. All of them have been muted. <laughs> I just found that out tonight. All of those were muted, I guess when I was out. I don't know, but Huh. Yeah, well, God, they just had on, and you don't, and it could look like you know just a scavenger trying to break in, and take it like you know who took your iPods or whatever. But yeah, cool. But they were coordinated with your iPods that you had, right? They. What do you mean? So that you could check on your house while you're. Oh, away. absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you gotta, oh yeah. well, that's it then, yeah. Yep. They're out there playing down that. Yeah, somebody did it from the stolen thing. Yep. So hopefully it's just stolen stuff and it was just greed rather than a whole operation. Very frustrating. Does anybody else get flies in their house? I seem to have a lot of flies in my house. But... God, mine stopped. That's what's scary. I don't... I can't see any cucarachas anymore. Yeah. Yeah, when they leave and stuff, you got to get worried, you know, that uh, you got something in your house. Mhm. Starting to melt away again. It's like I think they I think they plant. I think they come in and put eggs on, you know. But I don't know. <laughs> crazy. Like fly eggs yeah. around your house and then so it's just a nightmare getting them out. You know, 
boy, we got a quiet group tonight. My God. Oh, and my, oh, my God. Oh my, what? The lights in my front room are working again. Oh, my. Oh. Those, oh, man. That's just to say, we've been here. Mm. Yeah, we own you. Now. Yep, we own you. I mean, they were they were out. They were completely out. One morning I turned them on, and they were just out. And now they're all on. And I didn't even turn them on. Wow. Huh. Disconcerting. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, you you had that electrical thing going on where you had weird electricity and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know who had that. Preston James was saying, yeah, you got to watch. Yeah, you probably have a lily wave box on it somewhere. Going Something. On. I don't even know what that is, but I can. I don't That's know. This is crazy. You know? This is crazy. All of a sudden, my, all Hello. My Hello. Crazy. Hello, Anita. Hi, guys. Sorry. I was just. I'm like, this is my. I, I just had to go through my all my emails. Um, to to find get to get Joe's new number. Oh my lordy! Yes, I've been trying for a while to um. I knew something was going on. What happened? Is his call? His line just isn't working anymore. I I um. Yeah, Derek talked to Joe. I don't know, uh, or he called, but he he. I guess he was. He didn't understand. He was sleeping, and uh, they they didn't communicate. Or, I don't. But uh, maybe we need to get some, uh, I think Shelly took the course. Maybe somebody should uh, pick up the, you know, but we got to get it into the, you know, we need a couple more phone-ins or something in, in mm-hmm. the magazine. I think there's a new a website controller that needs to, uh, we need to get some new calls, I guess. I don't yeah. Because yeah. we have a lot do, of caps. We do. Somebody was saying that unknown could have put a virus on, you know. Okay, yeah. that you never know. We really do. Because, I mean, I was kind of like, you know, usually we all talk almost every night. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, there's somebody to talk to. Or, you know, Karen's call has been on. Karen actually, last Sunday she came on. She was on. And she yeah, came we, in that Wednesday. That it started, yeah. What'd you say? Yeah, it started after Sunday or something. Okay, okay. And it stayed, apparently this call stayed on, so there was some kind of a virus or something. Okay. See, I work, see, I, you know, the only thing about me, you know, doing a call is when you work during the day and, and you, you know, trying to stay up all night. That's hard, you know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of hard. Hey, Linda, mm-hmm. about the Excuse me for interrupting. About the flies, I get flies out the wazoo. It's unbelievable. Um, But uh, Dr. Staninger said that uh, Department of Homeland Security has uh, flies. So I don't know uh, if they're drone flies or what they are, but um, I I get... It seems to change the season that they get those hook flies that go in there and dig a piece of your flesh out at it. They're, they come in Ooh. at a certain time, I think, at the beginning of the season or the end or something. But hmm. yeah, it's the same way with mosquitoes that they 
there's one point they don't bite, you know, and then then the very end they seem to all need blood for the next season, you know, a certain amount of them do. I I bought this uh, on Amazon. They have a racket that's like I feel terrible for killing the flies, by the way, but I bought this racket. <laughs> I have one. It works great, but now I have all these other bugs. It's so weird. Yeah. So weird. <laughs> I know I wasn't feeling When I first bought that, that racket with the, with the, <laughs> <laughs> the yes. flies, the flies yes. like, I'm sorry, flies, but I got to do, you know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's electronic. Huh? Yeah, it is. It's electronic. Yeah, it's um, advertising. It's a hoot. <laughs> yeah, but I would be grateful for the flies because that, you, then you know you don't have the poison. Oh, oh, you know oh, that's when, interesting. When everything disappears, you better be worried. Oh, uh, yeah. Because if they, that makes sense. If they would, if they land on food or something, or when they land on your walls or whatever, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Hi, this is Melinda. Can you Hi, Melinda. Hi. I've been napping on and off all day. I'm just exhausted and wiped. The refrigerator is going to be $250. The whole defrost system is gone. Um, so that's just another little, you know, ding right up there. Uh, flies, yeah, I got them. They come and go. Uh, they're totally uh, controlled. I'll uh, all of a sudden have 15, 20 flies. I'll be swatting away and then go to the bathroom, come back, and they're all gone. It's a game. I think it's a game. And moths. I hmm. come home and there'll be little moths, about 20, 30 of them. I and then have they'll those, be, too. And then they'll, yeah. uh, they'll just disappear. And I think it's a game. And also, if you have little flies, there's sewer flies. You can close your drains. I think they, the purpose oh. put them in your um, pipes, or not pipes, but around the bathtubs, around the openings in the garage or yeah. Wherever the pipes go down and they'll come in and they don't have a long life. I think it's a game testing your reaction to vermin. It's so also, interesting. you can get those things in the you put in the wall and they have a high pitched sound mm-hmm. and they do seem to keep the bugs away. I got one of those. I thought I was gonna get rid of my EMFs that way. It didn't work. With what? I do with those bug things, those zapper things. I thought, well, if I put those in my wall. I just put it in the the, uh, the bedroom because uh, I'd see these spiders. They go way up on the, you know, on the crease in the wall to the ceiling, mm-hmm. and they stay there. And I don't know if you remember a Facebook thing. Uh, I, I killed or had Josh kill a spider. And I just, it was there for six months, this black guy. I just, I don't know why. I just couldn't go quick it and get mm-hmm. it down and vacuum it up. I Funny that way. Was that was that the funny one where <laughs> I remember a funny one on Facebook of somebody trying to get a spider down? Yeah, uh huh. That was it. Yeah, but you need to put <laughs> spiders in there because they catch a lot of flies. I I have thousands of spiders and and it's just <laughs> nothing but fly carcasses. You know, up there. Yeah, they yeah, uh, but mine weren't real active. They just stayed up in the creases and the, the that crease yeah, between the wall and the the you know the angle. Yeah. And they stay there, and I think by the time they get up there, they're they're dying because they don't seem very active afterwards. Uh, they so, do a good I have job. three flies in a row, just in a little row, right on my ceiling. It's 
so weird. It's like a little road just staying where they are. I I get the um, moths as well. I mean, tons of little tiny moths. And I feel like I'm being conditioned, like this is so nuts, but I get the flies, then I get the smaller moths. Mm -hmm. Now I have Mm -hmm. the smaller, like, fruit fly things. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I get... I get bugs that look like antennas. <laughs> if I'm like hypersensitive, <laughs> hyper aware. Oh, oh well, God. some people freak out with the bugs, so you know they don't bother me at all. Um, uh, I was they putting did, them outside. It's the disappearance so. that I get a kick out of. They just disappear. It's like a oh, hologram. They disappear. go into another hologram. Wow. Yeah, I put bugs outside too. It's like here you go, little spider. <laughs> here, Spidey. You know, I I I have yeah. to gather them up and put them outside. I found a yeah, mouse they... upstairs under my, you know, those round things that you keep by your toilet for the for the thing. Yeah. Um, I picked it up and there was a little mouse under it. They put a mouse under my. Ah, oh, anyway. Toilet plunger. Well. I have like four four mice. I had one dead one downstairs, and then huh. I had I had one running around, and then mm. I ran, I tried to get it out, and I ran over it with the refrigerator. <laughs> and then, oh my God, they were like one after the other yeah. after the other. Yeah. And they will start to eat in the if 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 they're like get into a back bedroom, so yeah. if they don't chew on something hard, their little teeth will go through the top of their head. So they have to oh, chewing on something hard, you know, and that's where oh. you find like your 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 book bindings. Yeah, chewed away or anything yeah. that's hard, you know, to chew. They chew on it. I'm walking <laughs> and I'm running out of breath again. But I didn't mean to interrupt Anita. No. How's Anita doing? Oh. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Anita. Hello. How are you, Dave? Anita, good, you're not you? sounding very good lately. What's wrong? Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay, just you know, a hard day, long day. Okay. You don't yeah. sound like you feel so good. Mm, I'm okay. Just I'm just laying down listening. That's all. You know what I mean? I'm surprised, ladies. I got the, the avocados. They the mice eat the avocados every night. Really? Yeah. They, 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 yeah, and then they. Reproduced and everything. Oh my! God. Yeah, they reproduce. Well, they reproduce quickly too. That's why you got to get your little, your little electronic. Yeah, you, you gotta know. go after them to get the holes so they they go between the walls. And stuff. I used to try to um, spray them with hairspray. <laughs> it would stiffen their wings so they couldn't fly. You know, it didn't do anything. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, uh, in Beverly Hills, this is a very little known fact. There are tons of rats because of all the palm trees. Oh, oh wow. And we used to get rats um, in our attic. And I remember when I was in one of the upper bedrooms, uh, home from college or something, I, I hear this, you know, clawing. You know, they were building a yeah, nest. They like little something. acrobats. Yeah, they like to swim. A little clawing in, 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 right above where I was sleeping. I thought, oh, God. Yeah, they can get into your wires, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, and in New York, they're as big as cats. I never saw one of those. <laughs> I've seen them. I've seen them. In the, in the new tr- in, in in the train station. Yeah, there's some big ones. I've seen them in Boston. 
Come on, Jack. Come on. Put my puppy outside. Come on, go. Oh, and then I got cockroaches, and they, uh, the the, the fumigator, oh, take everything out of the cupboards and everything. And I said no. Really. And they disappeared. I put roach motels all over the place, mm-hmm. and not one of those motels had a booking. They were all empty, but they they disappeared. <laughs> so I I think they're testing the yeah. you know getting your reaction. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> when my husband was alive, we used to live next to this um, entrance to a park behind us, and it, it was full of ivy. And when you have ivy, you have yeah, ivy, ivy and, and palm trees. Yes, yes, and <laughs> I used to get so mad when the housekeeper would clean out the um, roach motels. <laughs> he was like oh. in a contest who could collect most roaches near him. <laughs> he was a good yeah. man, believe it or not, a good smart man. But that was one of his things. Yeah, no, it's it's my ivy uh, is rats also. You're right. I, oh. I knew there was one other thing. And palm trees. Excuse me. Yeah. I did go out to get three bags of ice to try to save some of the food. Oh, good. I throw so much of it out. It's just frightening. It's just oh, what a yeah. God. One thing after another, and then you know, then I have the big dentist appointment next week. So you know, they're just gonna put me and help. Thank, thank God for Zorro. Is it Zorro? Is that his name? Zorro, yeah. 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 He's, he's been very understanding. Yeah. That's Melinda's um, mechanic. Melinda's mechanic. He's like four foot nine. He's uh, Armenian. He's, he's really dear. So, uh, uh, I don't know. Life. Life. Very, very horrible. Cruel. Vindictive. Yeah, oh, here's something uh, on Facebook, a snoring mouse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a bird use a lawn chair. <laughs> oh, my. I think a lot of I think a lot of us have had a tough week. Yeah. It it's kind of uh, like increasing or or yes. meaner or something. Meaner, yeah, meaner. Yeah, if uh, one of the reasons I don't mention a lot of what what goes on is because when I do mention it, it it just just ratchets up yep. so high. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting talk last night uh, on Karen's call that Brian gave about the the clones and the swarmers and the, I should really write that di- diagram that because it you know I always forget it the placement of everything. Does Karen uh, um, record her calls? Mm, um, I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Um, well, you know, after you leave an intelligence agency, that they they have to uh, take that, you know, just like that movie, you know, the Manchurian Candidate, to destroy your brain. <laughs> and it's a time. It's a time. You know how your brain layers down your experiences, and 
and all they got to do is throw a frequency crosshatch-wise, and they destroy your time and your life. So you can't create the story, recreate the story of your life, you know, or, or you know, tie back significant facts against yes. events. I think that's why they take our our photographs from us. I know a lot of photographs have been removed from my house, especially with me and my husband, and um, they're just gone. And I I knew when they were doing that years ago, they were trying to remove my life. Yeah, that's that's why they're in every medical, you know, they're they're so pervasive. uh, Yeah, they are. To be able to be coherent, in, you know, a witness against mm-hmm. them, that's what they can't have. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. That makes sense. That was, would be I've got, you know, thousands of pictures, and uh, that uh, uh, perp who stayed here, uh, who said he was a T-I-J-T, went through every one of them, every one of them. And then I had them all separate the snapshots in these little boxes, like the yeah. pictures. Yeah. And I went a few weeks ago to look at them, and all the snapshots. Now I don't know if he did this or the first did. What? Were mixed with all the or the or the payment and did it. All the snapshots were in between all the big 11 by 14s. You know the big publicity pictures. Yeah. It's just the clumps, uh, clumps of snapshots that I had all organized in these boxes really made me angry. A whole box of my entire life was somebody decided to put like some like water or pee on it and all oh, the no. photographs were all stuck together. I couldn't prime a compare they all they tore. Oh what a shame. It's like my entire life of photographs is in there. And it's That's a shame. That. Yeah. Mean. Just yeah it is. Mm-hmm. It's mean. See, these people are not going to have a history. Mm-mm. I mean, I told you, they move out of here with a bed frame, a toothbrush, and a shirt. That's yeah. all. They're out in 25 minutes, out in 10 minutes. Yeah. It took me four hours to move in here. <laughs> and four hours to move out of my other place before moving in. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So they're not real. These people are not real. Mm-hmm. And then I'll see a dinette set out there, and it's like the one that moved out two weeks previously. <laughs> all rented. It's, oh, really? You know, they have... Yeah, they have no... Now, last time Brian said that they have lives, they work the eight-hour shift and go. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny. I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't... Some do, maybe. I don't think these people are particularly intelligent. And... Um, uh, they're, they're vicious and evil and brainwashed. Yeah. I don't really care as much that they're brainwashed because I I don't really like you know they to me they're people who listen taxes to taxes for them to, well they they, yeah. they 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 they're these are people that listen to gossip and go along with it to me that well, you wouldn't do yeah, that I wouldn't no, these do that. are different these uh yeah those are a certain type of but there are others who uh young kids these kids I mean yeah. They're never going to have families. They're never going to um, be free. They don't know it. No. I just put the notes up. Um, 
Cursed be. What is that, Linda? Cursed be. I don't know. I don't know, but it was good. The Deuteronomy. But you know, I read it too today. Cursed yeah. be the person who does something. Let me see. It's so good against in, uh, her neighbor in secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I put one up. Uh, you are phase two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to get that. <laughs> well, you could say I'm phase one. You're phase two. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm taking my vitamins. If you. Background okay, well, I'm going to put the, I already put the two up, so if they don't get it, or I don't think they get it, I will put, I am phase one, you are phase two. Yeah. You're next. It's a nice way to say you're next. And they are. Yeah, you know? I don't Although think they I know think, that at all. Well, I think they get so talked into how great they are for doing this. Mm-hmm. You know. what a, what, yeah, what a boon for the government. Yeah, it, it's just Kurt. a strategy of tension to the elite want all the groups, you know, they create warring groups, you know. and Yeah, and they, that too. Yeah. They, you know, ideologically opposed so that they go after each and then pay each other to go after each other to take attention from mm-hmm. what the elite should be doing to uh, relieve um you know, uh, hunger and, and uh, yeah. homelessness and stuff. What our government does to other countries, you know? Cursed be he who strikes his neighbor in secret. Yeah. That's on my front door typed. Very, very small, like eight, size eight font. Deuteronomy twenty seven twenty four. And I say, do you know you are phase two? <laughs> They'll think about that. Well, I hope they do. Yeah. <laughs> then again, I don't really care if they do or don't. I just want them to go away, you know. Yeah, I mean, they never solve a crime. They're just all the FBI is always part of it. It seems, you know. And yeah, and they what did. they're doing to the medical costs in this country is is terrible. Yeah, they're just turning them into assassins. I think they always were, though. And once, you know, we just didn't, yeah. Nobody was able to communicate that that was going on, and. uh and so now, you know, people that are, because of the latency, you know, of, of ionizing radiation and the severe damage that it actually does, it takes you down. It cripples. People don't get back up, you know. Mm-hmm. So when, when you get hit with that, it's bioaccumulative, so you'll never, you'll never recover. But, and, yeah, you know, but they were clever how they did it to me and, and yeah. uh it was but you're, only, you're up. You're you got back up, and you've been at you've been. T- yeah, but it hurt. You know, I can only go walk around for a couple hours, and then, you know, if I slow down or something, man, you, the whole bottom of my, you know, they've hit me so many times for this memory that uh, that I know how it works. You know, and uh, you know, and and recalling all the other times they did it. So, you know, it's. Uh, yeah, hell of a price to pay. I, you know, I should have gone left. I didn't, but they always get. They always end up around me and destroying all the pe- people's lives around me too. So, you know, it's like a curse. You know, yeah. it's being an it asset. You know, being an asset to them, and and so all the, all the people around you hate you because they're getting hit and they don't know why or what's going on. Yeah. And you know, so. Oh, yeah, some, I, of them, some of them cooperate, and you know, go ahead. Oh no, I was going to ask if I could share with you what I learned about my Baker Act <laughs> this week. 
week. You're baker? Yeah, in um in I was baker acted in Florida, which means I was committed by my brother in two thousand twelve. Mm-hmm. And at the time I didn't know I was a TI, I just knew I was under surveillance. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, my brother had driven up to Vermont, drove me ho- home with him to uh, Florida, and and then he Baker acted me. So I, I was committed. That. I'm sorry? I don't know what that means. It just means he committed me. Oh. So he, he committed, this is my twin brother. Oh. So anyway, that was in 2012. So mm-hmm. I decided to get the papers, the paperwork. I wanted to know exactly what he said and what the doctor said. So I called the hospital to order the uh, medical records and uh, the psychiatrist, he has 30 days to uh, decide whether or not he's willing to share the records with me. Right. And then I called the courthouse where the Baker Act papers were filed and um, I couldn't, no one would get back to me. And long story short, I finally called and escalated (coughs) And when I finally spoke to someone, he said, do you want both Baker Acts? And I said, both? Uh, I said, there's just one Baker Act. And he said, no, there's two Baker Acts. And I paused, and then I said, uh, yeah, I want both. Good. <laughs> and so I got my file, and I, I was shocked. I, whilst I was in the hospital, instead of holding me for 72 hours, they held me for a week and a half. And apparently whilst I was in the hospital, in this rehab place, my brother, I'm sorry, the doctor, apparently Baker acted me again, but nobody told me. So apparently I was Baker acted twice. And, And the crazy thing is when I was in there, I had to take a test, and the test was basically to determine whether or not I could take care of myself. And the guy said, you know, I passed with flying colors. But when I was re-Baker acted, the doctor said that I was not able to take care of myself and that I, uh, I couldn't live on my own, basically. And so I also learned that my sister was appointed my guardian, so no one informed me that I had a guardian and no one informed me I was Baker acted twice. And um, anyway, and then I also read what my brother wrote and he just made stuff up, so many lies. And the way I grew up, I- I'm taken aback that my brother would lie. You know, I just can't even understand it. And... um Anyway, I just thought I'd put that out there because it has been a hell of a week and uh, shocking, just shocking what can happen and you not be, not be informed. Right. It's your life and no one's telling you what they've done to you. So now if I have a guardian, you know, they can, they can uh, approve me for experimentation and, and other things. You know, you're really, if you have a guardian, you're screwed. Um, fortunately I've gotten married in the meanwhile, so I don't know, I have to find out what, what the laws are, but. I can almost guarantee you that your husband, that no, she's no longer your guardian. Oh my gosh. Um, I, I don't know why I know that, but I'm, I think, I think that's really true that she's no longer your guardian. 
But I've heard so many TIs talk about how their families will lie, and I just couldn't understand it. I knew my brother had lied and embellished, but the things he put in that Baker Act are Probably they had devastating. Something on him. They had something on him, and they were doing something to manipulate him. Oh, I'm so sorry. I wonder. It, it, I wonder. Do you talk to but, him at all? No, I don't I don't talk to him because he lied. Like I speak to the rest of my family who was for me being committed. And I understand because you know, they thought that I was paranoid because I thought I was under surveillance. But I don't speak to my brother because I knew he had lied, but not not to the extent that he had. Oh. Um and you just found that out this week? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I I uh devastating. Devastating. And I'd heard others, and I, for some reason I thought I was different. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, when you, when you reflect on, on, on the loss, all of us, we endure so much loss and devastation. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how resilient we are and, yes. and how we move on and, and just mm-hmm. survive this. Um, anyway, yeah. Sorry. But no, everybody gets their little shot in, and and the the the, the what do you call those sadists? Sadists with the weaponry, in right in the offices of these mm-hmm. so-called healthcare givers are devastating people with ionized. To think that, you know, and all that stuff about the Jews being holocausted, and nobody says anything about the Holocaust, you know. And I know damn well that Holocaust. That was to set the Jews up so they could holocaust us, I think, you know. It wasn't. No, oh gosh. The, oh my gosh. The, well, they the killed Jews. the innocent ones, the ones that didn't want to be involved in this international Rothschildism or whatever's going look, on. Look at the pictures. Uh, the Jews were persecuted unmercifully. I mean, this, we have our own not, holocaust. Not all of them, and a lot of them. Uh, they were taken to camps, but they had very luxurious camps. There's some mm. stuff coming out, new stuff coming out, if you believe it. Uh, it was on YouTube, and I mean, they had dance clubs and singing lessons. And yeah, in the beginning it, of the whole thing, yeah. they they In the beginning, because they were going to take over the world at that point, you know, and they but did. You know, yeah, but there's a whole thing between among the Jews, the different... Yeah, the different, different backgrounds of the Jews stuff. from the Khazar yeah. Jews, and and it's very very intricate. Um, right, because they, so they, they, they but everybody blankets that. and blames. Oh, the Jews are doing this. Well, you have to be very careful because you don't have to be Jewish to be a Zionist, and most of the Zionists are not Jewish, or they are they're descendants from Jews, although they don't talk about it, like David Cameron and people like that um, have a lineage. They're Jewish. But uh, you don't know it. But so many, many. Um, Joe Biden said you don't have to be Jewish to be a Zionist. What does that tell you about Joe? <laughs> you know. But they but got anyway, him. They yeah, got, they have you noticed out. how many people on this planet, leaders and actors and star celebrities, have lost their firstborn son? And yeah. Hundreds and hundreds. It's, like James Arnest, Mary Tyler Moore, and I mean, like, the list is endless. Very strange. It's like 
what they have to give up, you know, what they have to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Part of that whole, that other realm. I, I, hello. Yeah. Hi, I was I was just thinking, pondering on what you said about our laws. A lot of us yeah. had a lot of um, laws. And I think that's the part of um, where you kind of decide. I think all of us all make a, a decision somewhere how we're going to cope with the loss. You know, I heard um, Linda, Linda uh, Melinda talking about her refrigerator and the picture and, and so many other things that have been, um, you know, are done to us to destroy our lives, you know. Right. And, um, this year. You're just your peace of mind and being able to go to work and earn a decent living, not to be harassed all day by people who pretend to be nice people but are, you know, not very nice people. You know what I mean? Yeah. At all. Oh, God. And, uh, yeah, I marvel at people like you, Anita, who work. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I, I, um, I think for me, my loss is um, that I've, my biggest loss that I've had is maybe dealing with individuals who are supposed to be educators of children and who decided that they find it okay to harm someone else. Right. um, You know, think it's okay. Uh, It's unbelievable. Who right. You literally think it's okay to um to go along with this just because I don't even know. I don't I mean, I guess I'm just kinda thinking of just kinda giving feet giving feedback what you guys are saying. I think for me that's helping me to cope, believe it or not, it's not to personalize what other people That's great. Because at the end of the day, I can't control what other people do. I mean, many people are victims of crime. And you could just be walking down the street, somebody hits you, or car accident, and, you know, not comparing what what was happening to us to that, but it's like, for me, to deal with the big picture that I have no control out of, the only thing that I can control is me and how I react to individuals who... Um, whatever has been told to them, I don't know. I mean, I couldn't even imagine someone coming to me and saying, you know, the lady down the street, she's so-and-so and so. Take your cell phone, point it at her, and harm her. No, right. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. I will look at the other person who's saying that like, are you crazy? Yeah. I, you know, you want me to do, maybe it's me, maybe that's why I'm not on the other end of this. I would look at the other person who's saying this to me, like, um, what? That doesn't make sense to me. Who, who does that? You know, that we live. In. Who does that? I, I, I don't like to really get. I know you guys are talking about the, um, what the Holocaust that happened, um, over, you know, you know, with the, someone of the, um, I, I really don't like to get into that because. No one has a right to victimize anyone based That's right. on, based on uh, many of us have our opinions about it. But 
the fact is that some one of the children, people were harmed, no matter what of their religious persuasion. There were different people. There were there were Catholic. There were different religions there, not just one. People of color were there. There were women. There were hello. No, sorry. There were children. There were over what a million children that were murdered. Yeah, it's um, unbelievable. The number, I mean, the number of children that were um, Anne Frank. We know her, of course. She's the most right. famous one. But there were children there her age who survived. And um, right. you know, I mean, for me, I, I thank you for that. I just when I get up and I go to work, and I, I'm so full of hope that some of us good people have to stand up. That that good people, good people, good people. Well, yeah, it's so hard. Right. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm such a realist to realize that everybody is so far apart. And nobody has money to get together. And uh, it's it's, uh, planned that way. It's a huge country, and they have spread it out to make us unimportant. Well, there's one over there, and there's one over there 300 miles away, and nobody really puts anything together. That's right, and I agree with you. And I think what happens is, I don't know, someone decides I can't, I, you know, I haven't talked in a while. You guys know that. I, I don't know if it's my phone. Um, okay. I was just thinking it's not it might me, be mine. Hold on, is it me? Or perps on my phone. But I'll say one thing. I went to a gym, and when we'd go to the steam room, you know, we'd be naked and put our towels down. Mm-hmm. And there were some older women in there, and they had the tattoo on their arms from concentration camps. Uh-huh. And they were older. and But I, they really were quite something. They, they'd meet every day. They'd do a little gym work. They'd go by the pool, and they'd come take a steam, and they never stopped talking. You know, it was like, and they probably, from, or from different parts of Western Europe, mm-hmm. very, you know, most survivors mm-hmm. are gone except the cho- mm-hmm. very young children. But those are not the people who are trying to kill us. Those right, Jews. Of course. But not well, the Mel- ones. Melinda, here's the most interesting thing. We know this, if any of us, will, most of us are well read. We've read. This is nothing new in history, we know that. But I think what is that we have to take a look at is the silence of other people. You're breaking up, Anita. Hello. There you go. I think it's my phone, ladies. Let me try. Let me call. Can I call back in? Sure. <laughs> maybe, or maybe it's me. Maybe it's, hello. Oh, no. It was no, It went away. I think for me, I you know, I don't, you know, I'm a mom, I'm a mother. And so. I think that was uh, uh, Manuel's phone. I'm not sure. Central. Oh. Sure. And I mean, just, just, I don't know. You guys, I'm just, got, maybe I'm just, I'm trying to think out of the box than what we're in. There's, if, if this was a chess game, this is supposed to be a hyper game theory I'm quoting some people that I've heard. These people are playing both sides of the chessboard right now. And, right. you know, they're playing both sides of the chessboard. So if right. You, we, we, and, 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 um, 
anybody knows about chess, you know, you move your queen, but if you're in charge of both queens, where are we? So we're kind of right. like, okay, with the pawns here, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, right. if you, I'm, I'm just thinking, help me, God, just go along with me for a couple of minutes. Because I really yeah. thought about this. I mean, he's a good example in my life today. I got up, you know, like I do every morning. You know, I'm in pain, like my, I don't talk about it often, you know that. And um, yeah. I said, okay, I'm going to make this day. I say my prayer and listen to my gospel music before I go to work. And I'm just, I love what I do. I've been doing it for almost 30-something years of my life working with children working with families, working with addicts. I've done that for um, since I've been 21 years old. Mm-hmm. And I, okay, um, and I'm watching individuals literally have no problem at all thinking at um, destroying me, taking my job, my livelihood away from me. And I'm wondering, these are people obviously who don't know me because if they knew me, they wouldn't do, you know, they don't know me per se, you know. But to, right. Um, I'm like, okay, you have no, and I'm educating, some of them are my parents, so I'm educating their children. So if someone comes to you and says something bad against a person who's teaching your child, wouldn't you take your child out of the classroom? Right. Something, Absolutely. It's something not matching there with me. But what, right. I, what I had to stop on, it was to say, uh-uh, that's what they want you to think. If this person has both playing both sides of the game and they're controlling the game, why you have people who are, who are, not, who are amateurs, literally, who you want me to know that I'm being you know, watched or whatever, whatever these people are doing. I mean, I don't think they would trust any of these people with those kind of, I mean, the people that have the weapons, as um, Don would say, to harm us, they're not, you're not going to know those people. They're going to be, you know, real, really, we'll never see them, of course. But the people- Hello. Hello. This, this is Manuel. Hey, I just called back in. They just unmuted me. So it wasn't my phone. Well, when I click you off, then it, uh, busy signal stuff. No, I uh, my phone wasn't even unmuted. I, I, I was muted back too. In. I was muted for a long time, long, long time, long time. Well, I, I'm I still just, muted. I'm still muted in chat. I'm still muted in chat. Why am I? Mu- I'm not. Mu- I'm muted in chat. I did. I'm at, all the chats are muted. I'm not. I'm still muted in chat. Oh, more to action. Okay. Yeah. Okay, got it. Sorry about that. No, I just got come on. Come on, you know, come on. We, we've been talking about this. How can people interact when you've got? I know it's you know it's hard to. I, I wasn't the moderator. I know. I just, okay, you know. I just you know, so you try to be fair and then let everybody you know, and just have to go on with music. I, I just, I, I, I just blows me away. And when we're muted, it just adds into our more of our torture. No fun. Okay. Oh, you know, it's frustrating. Anyway, thank you for unmuting me. 
Well, thanks for telling me. No, yeah, I, I just, I just heard the busy signal, so I got, I was just laying around, so I just, I, 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 I yeah. You were troubleshooting. So, Anita. Oh yes, yeah. I'm just listening. Yeah. So, so you, you, you never um, know who's gonna come in. Who sometimes I, if someone comes in, I may, you know, I usually let people talk because they never know. Right. Someone right. may come in and they're in a lot of pain and they need to vent. So, but I'm just kind of you guys. Just, okay, thank you for listening. I'm just, you know, I don't know. This is um, I'm just a little girl from New York City, and I don't, it's <laughs> kind of part of my life. I'm not. You know, I have I don't have a military background or a counterintelligence background or anything. I'm just kind of um, how my life has been lived the last couple of years, and I'm kind of like, okay, if I want to survive this, I have to understand, get educated on what's happening. You know, and this, right. it's about money, it's about power, and. Um, People who are able to control the board, you know, and um, yeah, how do we, all of us here, you know, this this is, and I was still on camera's call the other day, and I had, and then I said something to someone. I said, if this if this is an experiment, if we're, and, and many of us we have understand that, so we where's the, is there a control? Are we the control group or are we the uncontrolled group? What you know, variables are being put in place. Um, I even some of us this call is this call a part of that? You know, gathering information. We know it is. Right. We know, we well, know that. You know. Um, I think if we were the control, we wouldn't have the torture. We might have the organized stalking. Oh. But see. I. But okay. I don't know. I'm just speculating. Right. Um, Here we, and that's what and that's what I think that we have to do more of. And once yeah. we start speculating and then we start forming our own you know, we're all are very observant. And then yeah. um watching and um gathering information. Which now that's when I think and documenting information so we can um and we you know, we've been talking about that and we hear that so we can find those commonalities, and obviously that's what these individuals who control the board are doing. But right. I, I just, for me, I'm like, okay, we kind of, just hearing you, what you were talking about, about being placed in a facility, which I'm sure they have plans. If you think yeah. about the experiment, they have, they have an outcome that they want. There's something that they want from all of us who are on these phone calls. Or guess what? Why well, have a call? Why well, right. have you know um, what they hope to gain from us? Is um, I don't know. You know. I'm, well, you do. There's a there's a book called CIA Doctors, and it, okay. it was written by Colin Ross, Doctor Colin Ross. Okay. And basically, it's all based on FOIAs, but it it it's about MK Ultra okay. and and all those programs. Mm-hmm. But basically, back when they did MK Ultra. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this broad network of doctors, educational institutions, mm-hmm. pharmaceutical companies, and intelligence agencies in, in a military complex. And mm-hmm. basically they did behavior modification slash mind control. Okay. And then they also coupled it with radiation 
chemical and okay. biological mm-hmm. agents. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. and and recently, you know, Darlene Miles talks about DOD Directive 5240.1-R, yes. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and that allows the D- Department of Defense to do um, Experiment. human experimentation on anyone for intelligence purposes, right? Okay. And mm-hmm. and then the ACLU had an article. The CIA has um, mm-hmm. this regulation AR two two. Same thing. They can do human experimentation for intelligence purposes. One of them says that they have to have the consent of the uh, person being experimented upon, which mm-hmm. is kind of ironic. But they also say they follow DHHS's regulations, and mm-hmm. and there are loopholes in that. But but if wow. you look at what they did in MK Ultra, mm-hmm. to me I see a great parallel today. Mm-hmm. If they're doing this for intelligence purposes, mm-hmm. and they're using newer technology, but they're also mind control. But they're all are they also combining it with uh, you know biological chemical mm-hmm. optogenetics and mm-hmm. things like that? Mm-hmm. I, I see great parallels with with what they did prior. Mm-hmm. Um, again, speculation and um, just kind of mm-hmm. following up on what you said there, Anita. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think if you take a look at it, even without the technology piece, I mean, obviously they want their um, technology to work. Some of the th- things that went on in Nazi Germany and um, during the slave trade, during yeah. um, in, in many uh, societies, you know, in terms of controlling population control the yeah. oppression of people. Let's take a look at it. You know, we can go back. And I don't really want to get that to stick the chip in me. We know that those in power have been able to control population through religion, right. through, um, through music, through programming, through television, and what right. that means, you know, that. But I guess for me on a personal basis is... Um, and, you know, I don't get into the why thing. It's like, okay, well, how do I fit in this, you know? Right. <laughs> like, well, okay, right. I'm, you know, um, someone said, let's pick up this social security card number. or, But I actually started to make some connections, actually. And wow. I went to college in 1982, the same year that that um, DOD um, document came out. Yes, and, it is eighty two, right? Yes, mm-hmm. I did a little research, and I went to um, I went to college that year, and I was wow. eighteen years old, and I went to upset. I don't, you know, they already know all my business. You know, I don't care. I don't have any secrets in my life. And I went to college upstate New York at SUNY State University of New York wow. at, at Albany, and wow. uh, I worked really obviously. I was an athlete in college, and wow. um. And but then I found out. Guess what? I went to RPIs there, MIT, Cornell. Yeah, Are right. There? Hold on, SUNY Albany. I found this out recently. Has a nanotechnology. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Right, and you know that that same directive. From 1982, yeah. it is actually currently referenced by three current DOD directives. Mm. So it's actually still in effect. Yes. 
I guess my connection that I made to what my, you know, all of this information is, was I implanted there? Was it something, you know, I'm not, I have had been wrapping my brains about when I, I actually had surgery, um, you know, I had surgery recently, but I had surgery maybe, I just started for me four years ago. And I'm like, well, when did I get implanted? When did they get these fences in me? I just was trying to, um, you know, figure out how this could have happened. You know? Yes, surgery is, many people think it happened, um, myself included, uh, when they had surgery. Mm-hmm. I remember not this time around. Waking up from surgery, I think it was in 2006, and I felt that was the first time I had had surgery, and I felt just just weird after I woke up, and um, just a strange feeling, like okay, it was just you know, and I and I and I actually I didn't I don't because I thought it was just going to be like something, you know, I don't want to just get into the details of it. I had that surgery, but I'm like, oh, but I woke up feeling strange. Like, okay, wow. this is a weird, just, and then at soon after, a couple of years later, this started. Yeah, that's, that's what happened to me. A couple, I think they may have tested it beforehand, but about two years later, it's actually right after I was committed. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I feel at that point I was discredited, and then Everything changed within a couple months. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. And I, a couple of incidents when I look back that happened before the overt targeting started. And I'm like, oh, okay. Something else happened. A couple of incidents, someone came back in my life. And I'm like, oh, okay. And soon after that started, you know. Oh wow! Yeah, and um, I didn't put it together until recently. Like you know, not that that person—I don't know—he could be a part of it. I don't know. Oh, uh, to the right. girl who got locked up by your brother, did they drug you also? I don't think so. I mean, I had to take uh, psychotropics. They said, or oh. or they would uh, force me, but I don't recall ever being out um, other than sleeping at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, no, and and before that, I'd had five surgeries on my face. Um, okay. And I I have uh, implants in my ear. <coughs> yes. And and I have wires coming out of out of that implant. So I know it had to be, um, you know, not a quick not a quick thing. And my one of my last surgeries was three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So I'm suspecting that. That's when they did that. Mm-hmm. Do you um, know why you got chosen, or do you suspect why? I, I don't know. Um, I, I've run through, like we all do, a million different scenarios. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Like I used to work in EEG. Uh, I used to, my father, we had gotten some grants from the government, and we digitized EEG, basically, made portable EEG systems and... Um, so it could be related to that. Uh, I bought a book one time called Blood Brothers. It was about, my friend wanted me to read it, about Palestinians 
you know, he said, you have to ask yourself, why are they suffering? And I wasn't really a political or activist, but I just read the book because he, he kept hounding me about it. So I wonder if that could be it. Um, I was a contractor at Texas Instruments for a year, but I, I don't know specifically. I don't know. I know. I've spoken out on behalf of Palestinians and, you know, I still do. And I wonder if that's it. That you know, I I would certainly wonder about that. I I didn't speak out for them, but I I just ordered this book through Amazon, um, and I do. I, I suspect now, you know, they probably do monitor those things. Yeah, I mean, it's just the slightest thing in regards to Jews, and you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's yeah. It's it's a. You know, like in China or places, you kind of know the rules. But in the United States, we don't know that there are rules and consequences for what we do. You know, we have free speech, but it's not really free speech. Right. So we as TIs have learned that now. But but when when you're growing up, you think it's, you know, you can read anything, you can be curious, uh, but we don't know there are consequences for that. Or potentially. Right. right. Yeah, I read today that they even are passing laws to make Israel's passing laws to make it easier to shoot the Palestinians who throw stones. That was in CNN today. That they can just go ahead and shoot them instead of, you know, trying to detain them or arrest them. It's, it's getting worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my my friend used to say, you have to wonder why the Palestinians are so upset. You know, and I, I myself am fearful and stereotype Muslims, and it's terrible. But but when I read the book, I realized that many of the Palestinians had been on their land for hundreds of years. And they came in and just removed them. Overnight, they lost all their land. Yeah, yeah. Their families still had that, no home. Still yeah. happening. And unfortunately, Brock is supporting it which is yeah. just shocking because, you know, I, everything else he, I'm okay with everything else he does, but not this uh, pro-Israel greed. Yeah, my my husband is uh, would just roll over, you know, if he heard me because he's very religious and he, and he feels that, you know, the, the Jews also lost so much. And, um, but, but, but they're doing similar things maybe to to the Palestinians and yeah um it's hard and I, you know I'm not I don't sympathize with Palestinians but I when you when you think about it you do have to ask yourself what happened and um and and uh I my heart does go out to them yeah they I, I totally sympathize with them and it, you know I think people in the United States I think most people think Oh, well, these are just some people, Palestinians, who are just bad people and, you know, they should grow up or blah, 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 or stop throwing stones. And it's like, you know, it's not Palestinians. It's these Jews who, no matter who lived there, they would run over, take their homes, kill their parents and kids and take their tanks and roll over their homes and build huge walls and take their property it's it doesn't really have anything to do with palestinians they're just in the way 
There's yeah. just a people in the way of right. is, Israeli greed. Right. It's it's so hard. Um, and, and But then you understand also, like, so the Jews relocated there, and, and that's their sacred land. But then again, they're surrounded by 60 million Muslims. So I, I don't know the answer to <laughs> a solution for their for their situation. Um, well, it would help, <laughs> like yeah. 100%, if the United States did not support and back Israel to the hilt, regardless of their actions. Because right. I know what Barack is doing. I mean, wholesale slaughter in the Gaza. And yeah. still, they're um, building settlements to this day with Barack's approval and monetary support. And it's just horrible. Most people in Europe, from what I read, do not agree with our actions and consider Israel uh, kind of the biggest threat to peace in the world. You know, people yeah, you in know, the United States don't feel that way. Europeans. Yeah, when the when the UN voted on that, the equivalent of the Space Preservation Act, there were only two. It was virtually unanimous. But there were two abstainers: United States and Israel. Um, yeah. So it, it's interesting. Yeah. Hello, hello, this man here. Can I comment on uh, that uh, about them using biochemicals on you? Yes. Yes, they are. Uh, <laughs> the. Uh, you, American citizens are actually doing it. Uh, they have given uh, given uh, them chemicals out to them. Okay, and most of your communities are using them to uh, control um, control the people to make a move, like the homeless, uh, the the ones they don't like, etc. The, yeah. un, the the un, uh, undesirables. I think that's the word they're using. Oh. Yeah, okay. some well, where do they want them to move? Where do they want <laughs> them to go? They they want them to, to get in trouble so they will uh, spend what money they got and uh, pretty much just uh, exploit off of them. There's nowhere really for them to go. You know, there's some cities that are enacting laws that you you can't sit down for a long period of time. You can't Squatter. in order to yeah. get the homeless out it's unbelievable what's happening mm-hmm. where do they go if they're homeless you, you go to jail or you go to a fema camp mm-hmm. wow you know if we had more treatment centers for drug problems like free ones for them we'd have a whole lot mm-hmm. less homeless because mm-hmm. if you talk to them a lot of these people have drug addictions alcohol problems mm-hmm. and yeah that's why they're homeless. So mm-hmm. if we can to do that, but we are prejudiced against homeless people. Can I, can I make right. a comment? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can, can you guys uh, uh, go in and uh, uh, look up how much you, they've spent on this war? Yeah. And then yeah. go and look at how much they've uh, spent on uh, these researchers they're doing? And then look oh, at yeah. how, how much... They've spent on this brain mapping. Oh, my gosh. Okay, and then look at uh, what the corporations are making off of it, and then look at what the uh, poor people are getting. Okay. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Give me a total estimate 
you know, who's getting it and who ain't getting it. Yeah. Well, well the military yeah. and the government and corporations, yeah. Yeah. And, okay. You know, and, and there's there's <laughs> another thing. There's another thing about the war over there. If uh, you go on YouTube, there's a soldier confessing to what they're doing over there to them people and why they're throwing rocks at them and everything else. It's because uh, our soldiers are going over there and torturing people in the night, going in their house and torturing them and beating them up. And uh, almost something like they're doing to us, except for, you know, we're in a no-touch program. And if they say anything, they either kill them or they put them them out. And they're killing uh, innocent people because the the way that one soldier said it, he said it's because uh, they got three-day pass for their first kill. And he and he did uh, describe that the person was innocent. Wow! Yeah. So drone, you drone tell me who, who's too. going to throw rocks? Right. Okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm sorry. You know, I didn't. I wanted to no, bring you right. an update on that. That's fine, Manuel. But I'm glad you're going to Washington D.C. and I'm trying. I, yeah, and remember, if you if you get away from the group, I I'm pretty sure. I mean, be careful and find out what kind of permit <coughs> you may need if you get off by yourself. Because I'm sure Pete Santelli's covering all bases, but if you go off by yourself and carry a protest sign, please be careful because you you don't deserve to go to jail for some dumb old rule, you know. I, I know, I know. I, I'm I'm watching that, but I'm trying to get up there with uh, Pete Santelli because there's some uh, information that I really need from some of the people that are going there, Dr. John Hall and uh, uh, Duncan and uh, Sandy and them. I, I need uh, some information off of them. Uh, and well, also, I'm going to be there uh, next I sent an invitation to... Uh, Anonymous to uh, join us up there. Well, that's a great idea. Did you say you're going, Anita? Yes, uh, I'm only 30 minutes away. From that's me. great. Oh, how awesome. You lucky. Yeah, I'm oh. 30 minutes away. Get a big freaking sign. What's your sign going to say? What'd you say? What, what, is, what, what is your sign going to say? My sign. Yeah, are you gonna carry a sign? Um, I, I haven't even thought about it yet. I haven't, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be present. I see what okay. I'm you know. Maybe I'll make a T shirt or something. You know, I'm not I haven't decided yet. Uh-huh. you guys got some ideas? You know it's time to stand up. If you don't don't stand for something, you fall for anything. You know. Yeah. Maybe I'll make a sign. Good girls don't make history. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I thought I was a good girl. <laughs> good girls don't make history. 
That's right. You, know? <laughs> you like that one, lady? Yeah. Good girl. Don't make history. Quiet targets don't make history either. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't think we would be on that list if we were. I, I don't even know. I can't even say that anymore. <laughs> I like that. I just thought about that myself. I forgot who said that. I forgot who said that. Probably a, a Playboy bunny. <laughs> no, uh, no, actually, no. It's, I think it may have been Eleanor Roosevelt. I'm not sure. Wow. I'm not sure. Uh, I need to look it up. That's great. <laughs> that that noise isn't me. <laughs> me neither. Brian too says that they they make noise to um, sometimes to interfere with our short term memory. I don't know if that's the case oh, here or not, but what you yeah, say? I don't remember. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. How do I have it? Right. Nanita, you better stay off of that uh, uh, devil's breath. <laughs> I forgot about that already. <laughs> did, you, did you hear that, Nanita? What'd you say? You better stay off that devil's breath. Oh, the devil, the what? Oh, the, the what? It's the devil's Skull breath. Skull oh. me. Yeah, it's a, it's a drug that uh, erases your uh, memory. Oh, my Lord. I, I, I forgot about that, too. I forgot about that. <laughs> I and, they, and, and they use it. Oh, my God. Be careful, guys. But, Manuel, Manuel, they have it here in the United States? Yes, ma'am. Is it pretty infrequent, or is it? It's when they need it. I think it's what they did to that guy that was running that train. Okay. Um, uh, Lauren, they had that cra- train crash. Well, which one? Which one are you talking about? The one in, uh, where was that, in New York? or in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, yeah. Oh. Where he, uh, he stated that he had no memory whatsoever of what happened. And if you look up Devil's Breath, that's exactly what it does. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's obviously the quote is well. <clears throat> Well-behaved women seldom make history. Lauren Thatcher Ehrlich stated that. Anita, who who is that? Lauren La- who? La- Lauren Thatcher Ehrlich. And what what was her role in history? Oh, you can look it up. She was a bad girl. (laughs) (laughs) I would do some things a little different, ladies. I don't know about you. The good girls. That's (laughs) right. They put the good girls girls in the program. The bad girls are doing well. It's, that's right. It's time we all become bad girls. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Uh, oh, she's a writer. She's a writer. Wow, yeah. I'm not familiar with her name, but I do, I do remember the quote. Um, 
can see the writer. I think it's someone. I'm trying to look looking her up online. She's a Paul. She's a a a, a Pulitzer Prize winning author. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a target then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I think, and guess what? They have a T-shirt here that says, "Well, well-behaved women seldom make history." That's my T-shirt. <laughs> I'm, I'm sold. That's my T-shirt. Y'all look for I that think... on TV, okay? Okay. I look. Yeah. And look, and I got big boobs, so they'll be. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll be able to see. <laughs> see my shirt. You're going to be <laughs> famous or infamous. What'd you say? I said you're going to be infamous. Is that what I'm going to be? <laughs> I just yeah. want to be a bad girl that day. First grade teacher makes history. Yeah. <laughs> I really look like a librarian, ladies. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. What was it you said about Dr. Seuss? And I forget something you said that was hilarious. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Oh, you want some of my Seussisms tonight? <laughs> yes. Yes. He's a very, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get those guys thinking tonight who are tagging in on us. They're gonna have to do their own research. <laughs> He's a very interesting character. You have to research him. He's very interesting. What's his name? He's a hit guy. Uh, Theodore Dessel is his name. Uh huh. Very interesting. He survived the Holocaust, if I'm correct. He may have. Wow. I think. I think if I'm correct, or family members may have. You know what's sad about the Holocaust survivors is um, they're all coming of age. Uh, they they won't be around many more years. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's funny when I read um, historical documents or um, oral history. <clears throat> One thing that I like it's always a common thread, and it was a. I don't know if anybody ever seen the movie. Oh, God, they're going to red flag me again. I know it's like a red flag. Here she goes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. There's a great movie called V for Vendetta. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, no, but... Was that Vigo Mortensen? I didn't see it, but oh, let me. Well, that's where Anonymous gets their stuff from. Oh wow! The face, the face of Anonymous, and wow. um, which is interesting that I thought is that you can't kill an idea. Yeah, isn't that that's interesting, right. ladies? Again, yeah, you no matter what you know, the technology, the people, the you know, what people who are these individuals who are in power, that 1% or the rock, whoever these people are, I don't know. They don't make any sense to me. But um, yeah. you can't kill an idea. So a 100 years thing. from now, when we're gone, guess what? Our energy, our my, our, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, all I can pass on to them is hope. Right. My my Jewish brothers and sisters, that's what they left us. The slaves that died in the Middle Passage, that's what they right. left us. 
That's I mean, I grew up poor, so we didn't have. He could take the house, he could take the car. You guys heard me talk about what I. I mean, I so yeah. I don't that the if that part of the fear thing is not a because that's it's, it's not gonna work if you have hope. Yeah. So you know, it's it, it, yeah. I mean, that's how do you mind control someone with hope? That's true. Some of us get bogged down in the, um, you know, in the stalking part of it. Um, of course, because that's what it's meant to do. Yeah, I that's mean, that's right. why, that's where I started the conversation about me and at work, and what happens to me at work on a daily basis. But what I've decided to, you know, I kind of look at people like, "Are you serious?" Yeah. Right. <laughs> Right. And I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. I, I really do. I mean, are you please don't quote the scripture at me while you point you where your heart your 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 uh this I like it Yeah, like, your you phone, serious? right. Yeah, or whatever you're doing, you know. But yeah. I just they're not just imp- they're not important to me. Yeah. They're not important to me. You, you know, know when when it first started with me, I just kind of hung my head and I felt like I could, I can remember standing in line at this bakery out in the woods, and um, everybody around me was so happy. And I remember thinking, I want to be a part of it, but I'm being tortured as I stand here, mm-hmm. and um, I have to lift myself to a higher level. But I still feel that um, that distance because I'm. I'm going through something so different from them, mm-hmm. but but we do have to try and elevate ourselves to a higher level to to feel that sometimes. I, I think what it is for me, what I had to get, what I had to real maybe because I just my 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 own background and my mother was really instrumental. She just was the kind of person that she would say to us, "I don't care about the material thing." And my mother would say, when you hurt, I hurt. Oh, when she said, when you cry, I cry. My mother would always say it. I didn't understand it as a kid. I was like, this lady, what's my problem? What is it? <laughs> yeah, right. I never but you remember it that. now. You know, yeah. yeah, I never, you know, when you're, you know, being a mother now and I see my daughter has, has a broken heart, I understand now. What yeah. my mother meant, and and for a lot of us, what happens is we see other people hurting, and we oh let me just because they may look different or whatever their background is, that's not me. That has nothing to do with me. That doesn't. And guess what? It did have something to do with us. What's happening all over the world does have something to do with us. It didn't matter right. to us before until it hit. Uh, you know, including myself into that. You know, but, but you I, know I. I I do lift my head now. I lift my head up. I look into their eyes. I um I I don't feel I don't know why I felt shame like I like there was something wrong with me, but now I I know that it's not me. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and I know what you're saying. And you have a wonderful mother, so that's great, Anita. Oh, my mom. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, she, she I mean, I was very fortunate. We were very fortunate. I agree. And I think my father was a target, by the way. Really? When I go, when I, I told you, I started making connections. Wow. I think so. You know, when they ask that question in the debates, like, 
who should be on the $10 bill. Yeah. Yeah. I think somebody should have said Harriet Tubman. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yes. Absolutely. They said a woman. Most of them said a woman. But they didn't say anything like that. You're right. Can I give you a quote from her? Sure. Harriet Tubman said... She said she freed over a thousand slaves. She said, I would have freed more if they knew they were slaves. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. You know, because I wish the number was bigger, but, you know, try to imagine the risk of a number like that, you know? That's a lot. It doesn't seem like a lot, but for the times, that's oh, a yeah. huge number. Mm-hmm. Huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a great idea. We need an underground railroad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, With yeah. shielding. <laughs> yeah, or just houses where TIs can go with to be with other TIs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then, you know, somehow, like, when we, when TIs need or want to go to Washington, they could somehow, you know, stop at a TI's house and stop at a TI's mm-hmm. house and mm-hmm. get there. That's right. So we could protest. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Or at least, you know, we should have, like, a, a car for... Eyes or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. You know, there's there's this book called the The Mortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. Yes. Have you ever heard of that? Yes, I've read it. Yes, that she's actually from Baltimore, Maryland. Is she really? Her family still is here. Yes. It's an incredible story. Um, yes, it is. I never thought I would be one. I was. <laughs> yeah. Right. What is it right. about? What is it about? It's about her cells. She went into the hospital and they, um, I mean, basically they radiated her. They packed her, I guess, uterus with uh, materials that did that. It, correct me if I'm wrong, Anita. And then mm-hmm. her cells, most cells are not immortal, but her cells were immortal. Mm-hmm. So they could propagate the cells basically mm-hmm. forever. And they use them today and they've made billions of dollars off of mm-hmm. her cells. Her family didn't get any of the money, and she basically was a target. I mean, they basically killed her. Mm-hmm. Um, it, fill in where I left what, what I missed, Anita. It's a lot. It's about her background, her life, and 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 Rebecca Smoot. She does a, did a really good job in um, doing she the did. histogram of the family and um, telling about. And she's still connected. What I like about it, she's still connected to this family and took yeah. great risks in order to write this story because you kind of, and, and anyone comes to Baltimore, you hear about John Hopkins, you know yes. what I mean, and what they do, and, and there's some, like, some urban rumors, you know, myths about them, which happen to be true, so. Yeah, yeah they were involved in MK Ultra, you know. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, oh, wow. I mean, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. That tells you a lot, right? 
it's like the um, in that book CIA doctors they talk about the Tuskegee syphilis experiments. Yes, I've heard of it. And they didn't, you know, they didn't tell those those men, and then mm-hmm. they had children. Children died, and while they were doing those experiments, they actually wrote things up in the medical journals, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that went out to all their colleagues. So it was known what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And um, in the end, for the ones that survived, they gave them a dollar per year. So they got $25, the ones that survived. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing, all mm-hmm. all this, uh, what they've done in the past. Experimentation, yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine the number of people who um, entered? Oh, one thing that she did that was very interesting in her book that I thought was really, um, she she made a connection to the psychiatric community because one of her sisters were um, was um, had some developmental issues and she was placed in a a, a sanitarium, you know. And um, how now we know obviously that that was a part of. you know, uh, yeah. You know what I mean. You know that was something I was part of. So. Yeah, they they've been involved throughout yeah. history. Oh yeah. Well, even the APA was involved in MK Ultra. Mm-hmm. You know, it's amazing. Well, there, I forgot the name of the lady. Her name. I saw an interesting video. Um, excuse me, guys. I'm short term memory. Her name, and she talked <laughs> about Skinner. You know, I'm an educator, so how the educational system went from brain-based to, you know, um, you know, react, kind of what was happening to us now, you know, yeah. conditioning and all the scatter and all those things. And most of those people came over from Germany. You know, those those were the scientists that came over and, you know. Operation Paperclip, right. They came over through that, so. So I guess we're kind of living with the legacy of those experiments and, you know, that they did on people. Yeah, they went on to become the head of, uh, one became the head of NASA. Mm -hmm. They have buildings named after them. It's just, it's shocking, Mm -hmm. shocking. Yeah. I forget where I read, but uh, somebody was saying, yeah, we become the so-called Nazi Germany where everybody's going to attack us, you know. Cause we've, if you look at all the, the atrocities that, that ended up killing people, the United States since World War II, uh, you know, killed like 600 million people, you know, through, wow. through attrition. Yeah, and it's very saucy like here, right? Um, Don, are you the moderator today, tonight? Yeah. Okay. Are you well, gonna, no. Are you going to end? Uh, are you going to end at two, two o'clock? <clears throat> it it ends at what? Oh, ten forty-five. Okay, you're California. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, it'd be eleven forty-five. Yeah, in a half hour, less than a half hour. Well, thank you for opening up. I know it's not, you know, for moderating time. I know this is a job to do and trying to keep it peaceful and, you know, let the, not let the um, 
you know, the, the I call them the uh, the bullies come in and you know take up the call. I thank oh, I thank you for doing that. Well, just people can drop fall asleep and then their phone shuts off and their turns. Oh off. yeah, oh yeah. I look, I've and I've been I'm a guilty of that for so many coming on the calls and falling asleep. So I've been one who have done that before. So that's me too. Yeah. Then somebody because they don't know if you've been unmuted or not, and then yeah. then you don't know it's unmuted. I usually call in uh, oftentimes at night, just when I go to sleep, just for the comfort of the call. Yeah. Well, if there's enough interest, you guys, I can open up a late night call. Oh, who's that? Shelly. Oh, hey, Shelly. Oh, you got, oh, Shelly, yeah. Oh, yeah, please, Shelly, that would be great. Yeah, okay. you should try to get a, uh, talk to Derek or something and get a, uh, your, we should get, mm-hmm. you know, in case these, you know, they pass out a call, you know. I already have. I've already asked him about Wednesday night. That's fine. Oh, that was you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you, got, you know. Uh, I'm done. Have, have um, you guys heard from Linda? Is she Okay. Linda? Has anybody heard from Linda 444? Oh, I don't know. No, I haven't. Linda's okay. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, the room number is, if the room number is 139. Okay, hold on, I'm going to write it down. Oh, that was... Um, you know, my I'm going to write it down. Hold on. <laughs> I forget, I can't, I've got so much paperwork. I write so much stuff down. 139. Oh my gosh, I thought I just lost it. One three nine three eight one, I believe. Three eight one. Yeah, one three nine three eight one. Okay. I'll open it for a while. I'll see what happens. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Shelley. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. One three nine three eight one. If I don't write it down. Shelly, are you still there? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out this color, this stuff. I don't get into my own show. <laughs> uh, what'd you find out about uh, uh, getting people together to team up? Yeah, I, I haven't heard yet. Much, not too many, you know. I don't know how to do this, okay? Um. So yeah, um, Manuel, uh, no one's really contacted me, and I know maybe um, we can ask Derek on the Saturday night call. Anybody wants to get together and go? Okay, that sounds good, Jill. Thanks. Uh, yeah. I'm still trying. I know. Me too. I want to go too. Yeah, I need to ask some questions. There's some people there I need to get some stuff off of. I need to get some more information. I kind of like to put my puzzle together. How long are they staying over 
or just one day or do one dip one day I guess. I can hardly hear you, Don. I just wondered how many how long they're staying. Are they gonna demonstrate more than at one day? I, I as far as I know it's one day. But right. if you uh wanna call uh Pete Cantelli, he'll 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 tell you how long. He's got a, a show uh, that comes on and it's on every night. Oh, he does. Oh. Yeah, you can uh, call in, you know, if you want, or you can just call and listen. Huh. Is he a satellite man, or? I uh, I think he's radio. It might be mega satellite. I'm sure. Oh no, I mean, is the source? Where does he think the source? Pardon me. Does he? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll look into it. I didn't know. You know, I, I, I mean, I ideologically think, I mean, not a, I, you know, mine's been, uh, you know, just a sniper operation, you know, moving. Well, it's radio, so it's more than likely either oh, yeah. an antenna or a satellite. No, no, I, no, I, 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 I've listened to a show before. Okay, you know, I I was trying to figure out how to get there, man. Anita, what kind of uh, athlete are you, or were you in college? Oh, Lord. Don't I remember that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I used to run track and field. Oh, that's great. I ran through high school and um, four years of college. Wow. Did you have a scholarship? No. I, was, I actually was an academic. That's great, Anita. Outstanding. I was a bio major in college. Wow. I kind of um, think I I met a perp early. He told me that, you know, some negative people. And I actually decided uh, I didn't do well my first year of college, so I decided to become a teacher. Yeah, it's you know. interesting the paths we take. I have a psychology degree in um mm-hmm. I went to USC and my dad, my last two years, and my dad went through the catalog. And that was the fastest degree I could get. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. I wanted to switch to bio, biology, but um, so I took things like psychobiology. Okay. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I was um, it's funny. Like yeah, I always I wanted to be a doctor, so. I did too, but I always thought, you know, I I didn't have the credentials for it, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm so I never glad. really tried. I'm kind yeah. of glad now. Maybe that's not something I was supposed to do, knowing what we know. 
Yeah. Can you imagine how some of them live with themselves knowing what they have to do? You right. Because I, mean? I think about the individual that, um, um, you know, I'm sure the doctors we've come across have seen some of the implants in us, you know. Yeah. I can't, my 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 suspicion is that they they don't all know, but that some um, do. Oh, I think most. Do you think so? I think I think so. Wow. I think so. I, think so. I don't think it could be as successful if it was without those in the medical field. Some of those people. I just read. I know you. Uh, I, you know, I found a, a great Dr. Seuss quote. He actually was a political cartoonist during World War um, Two, and he um, some of his cartoons he depicts um, a turtle. You get a chance, and he looks like the turtle has a little small mustache, like um, Adolf Hitler. So he started wow. actually as a uh, um, working for the Pentagon drawing cartoons. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, interesting character. What's his name? Um, Doctor Seuss, Theodore Gessel, Theodore Gessel. Oh wow! Unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing is going to get better. It's not right. That's his quote. Wow. Yeah. Why fit in when you're born to stand out? Right. <laughs> yeah, we we definitely stand out now. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you will never know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory. <laughs> yeah. That's something. It's funny that brings to mind how they work on our memories. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, and I believe sometimes they take away the good thoughts, the good things that have happened in our lives. So, yeah, I um, I didn't get that this was mind control related until later, and um, my sister will say things like, remember when Dad did this, or remember when we did that, and I can't tell you how many times I, I, I don't have that access to that memory, um, it surprises me. Oh, wow. Yeah. For me, I think what I'm learning to do is to write things down. Yeah. Just to write them down. That's a good idea. Just write them down. Like, I've always been a journaler anyway. I love to journal. Excuse me, I just made up a word. I love to journal (laughs) and to write things down. And in, in the beginning of this, I I I'm like okay this, that helps me to cope. So I have journal entries from four years ago when this wow. started because I couldn't understand what was going on, and I'm like you know like you said before you find out what's happening to you, you think it's you, and I'm like okay I just put a daughter through college. I know I'm not losing it at 47. You know I knew. <laughs> yeah right. I can't be lo- losing it at 47. I just couldn't see it. I yeah. like this. Can I kiss you? I'm sorry. What is your name again? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My name is Carla. Carla, can I share this with you? And this is for you. Yes. It says, today you are you. That is truer than true. There's no <laughs> one alive who is youer than you. 
<laughs> and that's a you call them. <laughs> Thank you. That's very Dr. Seuss. Seuss. Yes. That's great. So you get that and go I get on that. And, 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 and type it up somewhere. You can, you can get it online and put that on your refrigerator. Okay, I will. No one's truer than you. No one's truer than you. You are you. You are you. You are easy, actually. You are the new. <laughs> one of my That's students great. today, one of my students today, she was my, uh, my favorite student today. She, I, have, I do something every week called Student of the Week. And what I do is when I do my student, they're only six years old. You know, they just showed up in the world. They just got here. <laughs> so what is a little girl? She comes to my classroom. She's just had this little attitude, and I'm noticing why you know, And I just, you know, I said, are you okay? And I ask her that every day. And then something happened. This week the light just, yeah, a little light came on on her this week. And she's been doing well academically. So she became my student of the week, and she didn't know it. So today when I had my student of the week, she said, she said I'm the student of the week, Miss Eve. I said, yes, you are. And she wrote me a little note. She said, I'm – she drew a picture. She called me Miss Hat. And so, <laughs> she said, Miss Hat in the picture. She said, I'm happier than happier. This is what this little six-year-old baby wrote. And I love you. And oh. I'm like, wow. Is that something that could just warm your spirit? Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, that makes your heart sing. Right, That's something absolutely. That baby will never forget in all her life. Because she yeah. was through another week. And everybody, I have, to, <laughs> I have 35 babies. And every one of them clapped for her. <laughs> Isn't that You're right. Yeah, and that will be life-altering for her, Anita. Yeah, and that's why we're all here tonight. Because we're yeah. making connections with each other. And no one can take that away from us. That's I mean, right. They're trying to do that. And I think that's the only thing, Carla, they can't take love away from. Right. We'll try. As long as we love each other, it, it, you know, everybody comes in. I don't care who they are. If you're Brian or anybody, we all can't come on because we want to connect. And those right. are things that make us human, you know. Yeah, you're you're very good. I know sometimes I, I I've come in and I've been angry actually. <laughs> it's so and it's terrible. okay. You know yeah. what? Though it's okay. That's where you're at. We're all, yeah. you, you, you mentioned something that we all have lost, but we all deal with them in so many different ways, you know. And I yeah. remember me, the first night I came on, I was on Karen's call, and I didn't know what was going on. And I'm like, I, and people came on that night, and they helped to save my life, you know, because yeah. I didn't want to live anymore because I just couldn't do it, you know. And when you find out what this really is about, this is a yeah. pop, this pill is too big for any one person to swallow. Right. I went through that as well. Yes. Right. So I'm going to give you one more. All the yes. places you'll go. Today is your day. Your mountain is waiting. So get on your way. <laughs> That's great. You know, so we, um, yeah. as we climb this mountain, we got to do it together. 
And I'm yeah. like what Melinda said, we're all in different places. Look, I may only have um, two pieces of beans, uh, two beans. You may have one, but we put our beans together, we'll have soup. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And we have well, a lot of work to do. Yes, right. we'll put them together and we'll eat at the same table, you know. And, <laughs> and that's what we're yeah. going to have to do to survive this. That's right. I know it. Because so many of us have lost our families, you know. Of course. We're each yeah. other's families. I mean, my family, I, I, I'm really blessed. And I know they're being bombarded with negative frequencies. And yeah. My, and, my, and, you know, and I, I didn't feed into it. I watched my daughter. And she oh. is something, I mean, oh, I mean, uh, she stood by me. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. I saw them. I, you know, this is a, something real. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.